welcome to the shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad, your host. With me is Coolboy Mew. Hey, hey. Also, Full Metal. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> so, just to quickly get some business out of the way. Last week, Mew and I were on a different podcast. Yep. They only let me talk about anime titties for about 10 minutes. It's disappointing, but okay. it's their, their show, not mine. Yeah, also, I took a poll about um, what listeners of this show want to listen to, and I have the results right here. What was the results? thing people want most is more guest hosts. So well, we need what else? So uh, the second place ones were talk about anime music and watch more anime movies for Shitposter Movie Night. Sure. So uh, interestingly, longer episodes and shorter episodes had an equal number of votes, so we're not probably not going to change that. But yeah, people want more guest hosts. So I, I guess I need to put out invitations for more people on the Fediverse to come join us if they feel like it. But uh, it, it, It's been a while we haven't put any, but the, the last few times we did, we didn't get Mosh. <laughs> yeah, we could, have, yeah. we could always have Mothball or Weeble on again. They seem to enjoy it. Sure. And of course, uh, the episode where Moon talked about his trip to Japan got more listens than other other they, episodes. This is probably why people are asking for more guests. They, they want more Moon. <laughs> yeah, but he's got to work. All right. Now that that shit's out of the way, let's talk about your anime of the year list, Mew. Uh, not yet. I have finished three video games this week. Oh, all right. Talk about it. I finally finished Xenoblade 3. It was freaking great. But I'm not sure if at this point I need to uh, talk about it more. I think talk about it enough. Yeah, you seem to thoroughly enjoy that game. God, it was fucking great. And you, you, need, you need to play it. You need to play it. But yeah, uh, I, fi- I finally got some fucking games from... Um, limited run games the problem is that i usually order them in bulk like uh, it, I, I wait until something is at the very limit of being delisted and then i order everything i want that's currently available Th- that's how it work and the problem with this is that then i have to wait even longer to have my fucking games because I'm I'm ordering three at the same time that might not release at the same time. So yeah, uh, I finally got the fucking Switch Valleys collection. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's a bit of a cheap collection. Uh, it's supposed to be a download title first and foremost. So may, maybe that's why. Maybe it's like twenty bucks or something normally. But these games are translated. For the first time, I don't know if they have any fan translation, but uh, for the first time in an official release, and that's pretty nice. It, they're a TurboGrafx CD game, so you see, um, the, the, there's these really nice uh, pixel art cutscene with voiceovers. Oh, did they include the hentai game the company made when they were running out of money? Uh, of course not, but anyway. <laughs> These games apparently are absolute shit. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've played the Bellus games. They're not that great. 
Yeah, yeah. The even even the one on TurboGrafx CD, which I've heard recently on VR, that apparently uh, the original computer version were really not fucking good. They started being good between coats uh, on the TurboGrafx CD, but even this, it's um, well, the, the games are like an action platformer. But it's somewhat hard. It's not balls hard, but I mean, the first time you go through it, it's going to to kick your ass. But you you need to know like where's the power ups, where's the secret, uh, how to proceed. It, it's 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 not something like even Mega Man usually you can just f- fucking smash into the enemies and nobody cares. You can just. Uh, farm health and and this you can't the the last dungeon was especially annoying because uh when you die you lose some of your power-ups and then you lose even more power-ups usually all, uh what's remaining of it and so you have to do most of the final dungeon with no uh attack power-up and, and then you get the boss if you die to the boss you lose your power-up so oh. you have to do like the the final the the, the final dungeon again. It, it's not that long, but it's long enough uh, to to be annoying. But I finished it. I somewhat enjoyed it, and I can't wait to play Valis two. You didn't like it, but you're looking forward to the second one. It, I didn't say I didn't like it. It's it, it just like a it, it's a, it's a very retro experience. It, it's not for everyone. Yeah, the, the losing all your power ups when you die feels like a shoot 'em up game, like Gradius or something. Yeah, but it's not it's not punishing to that level because Gradius, if you lose all your power ups, you're, you're toast. You, you die. You 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 almost can't come back from this. And and Valis, you just have to be careful and know the level, and then you're able to come back for it. You know. Yeah, the, the Bellas games were a novelty when they first came out, just because it, they had cute anime girls, which were a rarity in the West at the time. But yeah, today we've got so many other options, I wouldn't bother with them. Yeah, but I like retro shit, and I've somewhat enjoyed my time, so I will be going to Valis 2 and Valis 3. All right, let us know. I've also finally finished uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Gone arm. According to uh, my, my online profile, I played more than sixty hours, and the end game active train uh, timer. I, I mean, like active time actually moving is thirty six hours. So it's turned you into this svelte Olympic athlete, right? No, no, it's 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 not that hardcore, but still the. Um, uh, the maximum uh, difficulty level, which is 30, is a bit too much for me. It makes it too long, and uh, I, I get I get too sore while, while doing this. Uh, it, it it won't give you like fucking biceps or something uh, because it mostly trains your core. Uh, what's the muscle? Um, not the bicep, but but between the bicep and the shoulder tricep or something uh you mean on the back of your arm no no no. the 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 muscle between the bicep and the shoulder oh 
um yeah i don't know the name of it i think it might be tricep i'm not sure but but yeah my, my tricep this muscle is actually not bad at all right now so when you play you're holding on to a plastic ring right yeah and then you do all sort of exercises and uh, including uh, strength exercise by pressing it and it's yeah. surprisingly pretty hard it's got a lot more resistance than you think i played it a couple times myself and uh it, it gives you a decent little workout i'm not gonna lie it's a decent workout and according to so, so, some uh, youtuber that's a professional trainer um it, it, it the Ring Fit Adventures tool set is actually made. Uh, it's pretty good to make you lose weight, but it's mostly like train your core and everything. So, so yeah. So if you want like a big bicep or something, that game not gonna help, but it it will help you get get pretty fit. Because I was feeling kind of like shit, like everyone that's not exercising was feeling like shit. I I, I the I felt like I had no energy. I started like playing this, and then my that that, that lost energy kind of came kind of came back. I I didn't lose uh, much gut yet, but I'm pretty sure I got a bit slimmer. Nice. Sounds like a lot of gamers need this thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said the last time we talked about this, I don't think it's going to impress the gym bros. But for someone that just needs, like, you know, a, a little bit of exercise or they need to get started with it, this is pretty good. Because not only I finished the game, but then I have some sort of new game plus mode where I go through the game again. And, and then there's some extra mode where I can make my, um, my own workout with some sets that I, I can save. So yeah, it's pretty customizable. And the end. man, I need to try this out. I've been getting lazy lately. Oh, you you should do it. It's it's pretty nice. I I recommend doing um, sessions of around thirty five minutes, uh, active time. So uh, it will take you like about an hour. And I do this like every day, except um, a two days rest because it's important. To rest here and there, right. and uh, even professional athletes will rest at least one day a week. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's important. But when you're starting out, uh, stop when you feel really, really sore. It, it, it's it's fine at the beginning if you just uh, um, if you stop like after 10, 15 minutes or, or something because you'll feel really sore tomorrow. Like the first few days I've played this. I was feeling sore as fuck. So, so p p play in small burst until you you really start getting into it. All right. And oh yeah, yeah. There is also one thing. Um, well, I'm done with Ring Fit Adventure. I've also watched the Isekai Quartet movie. It, it, it's out even on Crunchyroll. All right. Does it have any new Isekai characters in it, or just the same ones from the show? No, the same one from the show after season two, which means it includes uh, the Shield Hero. 
but uh, otherwise it's it's a cute little movie but nothing amazing there there were actually a very little new character because what happens is that the isekai gets isekai again because of course what they get sent to another world within the other world yes and and this world there's a few original characters but like I'm talking about like three original characters, but when you think about it, it makes sense that they're sent to an empty place with no real new characters because the staff is already fucking massive. So yeah, the, the plot is nothing like to, to write about, but it, that makes sense when you consider that uh, everything about the show is the characters' interaction, anyways. Yeah. So basically, they get separated into three groups, and my favorite group, of course, is Ainz and Kazuma. That that that, that was pretty funny. They, these two together, they don't go together at all. Yeah, standard comedy formula: take people who don't like each other and force them to team up. Yeah, exactly. Also, recommend uh, you to watch the uh, uh, Konosuba movie before watching this. Because there's a reference to it that's... It's not super important, but uh, you'll understand something after this. All right, so it's a Kai Quartet movie. Yeah, it was was from this year. What if I haven't watched any season of Isekai Quartet? Can I still watch the movie? Uh, That's... Maybe. Uh, I I mean, have you seen Tanya? Uh, or Yojo Senki? Have you seen Shiro? Yeah. Have you seen Overlord? I've seen most of the Isekais, yeah. Have you seen Konosuba? Have you seen Rezero? Then, yes, mm-hmm. I suppose you can watch the movie because the series is absolutely not really important. But I mean, uh, it, it's a, it's a ten, the series is. Uh, how long is the series? It's Yeah, it's, it's 12 minutes short. There's two seasons of 12 minutes short. Just watch it. Yeah, the movie's an hour and 52 minutes. It's pretty long for something animated. That's like as long as the whole season. <laughs> really much. It's like an entire, entirely new season. That, that's true. But yeah, however, the, the, the movie doesn't look like amazing because, of course, it looks like the show. So this was pro- probably pretty cheap to produce. Yeah, the characters look like yeah. cardboard cutouts, like early South Park. Yeah, it, it looked exactly like the show, though, so it, yeah. Yeah, it seems like one of those things they produce on the cheap to raise money for bigger projects. Yeah, but it, it was somewhat nice. Not, nothing really to write home about, but I kind of enjoyed it. If you want more Sekai Quartet, there you go, it's more Sekai Quartet. Alright, sounds pretty rad. All right, so let's go to the main event, unless someone has something to talk about. Nope. Nah. Perfect. So just as I was talking with Dad, I have my copy of Fastel and Tears of the Earth. When I'm done oh. with uh, with Valis, I'll be playing this. I also, yeah, that game kicks ass. I also have River City Girl Zero. The Super Nintendo game that uh, that that inspired River City Girls, so I'm excited to play this at some point too. Yeah, I think I played 
I think I played a ROM of that like 20 something years ago. Nice. <laughs> All right, so the main event so, Anime of the Decade, the 2020 Decade, Anime of the Year 2022, and we're starting with, of course, Winter. All right. I got it pulled up. Let's dive in. So, of course, if any of you watch anything that I um, I didn't watch during the uh, the season, you can actually talk about it. So the, the, don't hesitate right. to stop me at some point. Uh, you know, I did watch at least one thing not on your list for each of these, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, Sam. I didn't put a full list like you did, so I can't no, compare I... the two. Yeah, I well, should have kept better track of it. That's while, I'm ta- while, I, while I'm talking, you can yeah. check the, the Annie Shark link to see if there's anything you, you fully watched that I didn't. Okay, we're in winter 2022, a year All ago. Right. Yeah, so as usual, we'll start with a shout-out, including the stuff I dropped. Uh, so my first shout-out, something I dropped, is Kimetsu no Yaba. Uh, no Yaiba Yukekuen, which is the Demon Slayer uh, Entertainment District arc. No, that is wrong. I, I, I didn't even pick it up. I think. Uh, Did you get I, the two confused? Yeah, I think I got the two confused. I've, I've still never seen Demon Slayer, but I've heard nothing but good things about it? it. None of it. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I, I've, I've seen, seen the whole show. So far, it's pretty good. It's nothing crazy, like uh, in terms of writing. It's very standard action shonen. Uh, if people love it for the animation, it has a very nice animation. That's very nice animation, but I, I kind of dislike the characters. The uh, it, it's basically a, a really ordinary characters. A character stuck with the two stooges and a sister who's basically useless. So that that really pissed me off. Oh, but you said you haven't watched any of this season? No. Well, I dropped it at the train. This is the next arc. So what happened is that I checked the Annie chart. It was marked that I picked this up, and I thought that it was the train one, but it wasn't. So so, so that's my bad on my part. But technically, I dropped it. It's just that... I never started it. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, uh, yeah. Some labeled it as like the same thing, like the same season, and some separated them between the train arc and the entertainment arc. Yeah, yeah, that, that so, happened. Yeah, I see where the problem is. I did watch the entertainment arc. I can talk about it a little bit. Uh, if, if you, you wish. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, sure. So it, it picks up like literally directly after... Uh, the train arc, the movie, what was it called? Like Mugen Train or something. And yes. uh, it, it just, yeah, it just goes straight from there. So uh, they go to recover after like getting their asses handed to them on the train. And then one of the Hashira shows up and he kidnaps a girl. And they're like, no, you can't do that. That's creepy. So then they go in the girl's place and they cross dress as other little girls. Like the three main guys, like Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and Inosuke. And they go to the the whore district. That's what it is. It's the whore district. And um, 
they each get sold off to different houses and they're spying and trying to find out where this uh, demon is hiding because they know there is one there. They just don't know where she is specifically. So, um, yeah, it's just that for a little while. And then they find her and uh, and then there's this big fucking fight that happens that lasts like half the season and it destroys like the entire district. Did, did you like it? I thought it was entertaining. I didn't think the story was anything great, but I thought um, I thought it was very well animated. I thought the action was pretty pretty enjoyable. Yeah, that's pretty consistent with what I've heard from the series. Cool animation, everything else. Yeah. Okay. This. Yeah. It. I mean, this is kind of like normie tier anime. Like, if you want like to get a normie into anime, Demon Slayer is gonna be one of your best bets. That 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 um, was shown in our gray for this. Yeah, I saw a guy with a a sticker on his car for Demon Slayer the other day. Yeah, this is pretty popular. It's one of the more popular manga out right now, even here in the West. And the show is really popular too. So it's it's uh it has a mass market appeal, uh probably because it also isn't like big on like the uh the sort of etchy stuff like a lot of anime are. So it doesn't have that like kind of holding it back because a lot. Yeah, yeah but let's be then honest, the... a lot of people in the West are very like faggy about it. Like, oh yeah, no, but... not not titties. Oh god, not titties. Yeah, but then the normies fucking hate the Zenitsu because that Samper or whatever. He is. A, I do hate Zenitsu. He's a fucking faggot. Yeah, um, but, but 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 you hate him for different reason than the the, the other annoyances. I hate him. Well, I hate him because he's a simp, and also he's an annoying bitch. He's just very loud, and he's a crybaby. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate uh, Enosuke. I don't know why he is a fucking retard, though. But I kind of like retarded characters. Yeah, yeah, I like Enosuke. But what 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 annoys me is that that's all the party is. We're we're yeah, annoying it's... characters, and it's like, could you please not? And then during the 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 train arc, there was like the the Ashra dude, which was yeah. also being really fucking weird, and I just couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, I guess if you don't really like the quirky characters, you'll probably get pretty annoyed with it. I didn't mind it so much. Um, that's that's yeah, that's how they kind of differ. Like uh, they they differentiate a lot of the. Uh, main characters they give them like a really uh, elaborate design and then they give them this bombastic personality that's but it, it it can be a bit much it's like okay i get it it's like oh the flame guy is really loud and passionate it's like oh, that's really original yeah yeah but it would have been annoying if there was like some balance the 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 flame guy was being loud and annoying and then the other two were, were being like retards in the train and then i was like Fuck, I can't take it anymore. But anyways, let, let's just fucking move on. Right. So we got Shingeki no Kyojin, the final season part two. Fuck, which, it, it, it's, it's, which it, is not the final part. God, I fucking hate it. <laughs> final them. season, part seven. Like, the, Jesus, just fucking stop. It, it, it was already bad. It's already bad enough that we have the um, the split season part one and part two, but these aren't even fucking split season. 
They're like split years. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah, they, it, it's, it's a miracle that this the series has managed to maintain its hype for year after year with all of these delays, but people seem to really worship this series. And there's another delay because I, I swear that the the final, final, final part was supposed to be this season, like winter 2023. And it, yeah, it, they can't blame it, it on delayed. COVID anymore. So some annoyed about that. But yeah, I, I want to talk about it, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure what the fuck happened and, and this anymore. So yeah, I, yeah I, once I, the series is over, we can do a full episode on the series. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure if part three also happened this year or if we're waiting for part three. But yeah. Uh, yeah, last episode after we stopped recording, I, I spoiled the ending of it to full metal. <laughs> He was just laughing at all the crazy shit yeah. that goes on. So I'm looking forward to talking about that with you, Mew. Yeah, so I can't even talk about it at all. Because if I say anything, it's a massive spoiler. So let's just fucking pass to the next show. I just want to point out that uh, season one of this show came out in 2013. It's been a literal decade. <laughs> Yeah, I think I was reading the manga in when did it start? 2010. This yeah, shit needs to wrap up. I was still in college when I started reading the manga, so. It says the manga came out in 09, I think. I, I, I remember I completely ignored Philosophy Class because it fucking sucks and I was reading the. Uh, I was reading the manga online. Yeah, you were reading some Japanese philosophy. Yes, philosophy yeah. of get mad and exterminate your enemies <laughs> anyways let's move on to the next show Tensai Oji no Akeji Koka Sai Sejutsu also known as the genius prince guide to raising a nation out of debt it is not dropped yet, but I still haven't finished it. We, we, no, I dropped really that shit after like two episodes, man. I couldn't fucking take it. Be, be, the, I have only like four or, or like three episodes left, so so this is a bit shameful, but I'm not dropping this yet. Uh, it, it's really funny because you, you compared it to, uh, what was it? Um, uh, how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom. Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's exactly the first recommendation. Yeah, that I, one's I, better. It's an isekai and it has titties. Yeah, but yeah. I, I've seen people shit on this one and then praise uh, the prince one instead. So so I don't know. I, I think I, it's I, because of the characters. I actually like the characters in the other one. This one was kind of boring. I didn't like the characters. They were just annoying. Uh, I, I really liked. I really liked like uh, all all his little plans that he had, and yeah. But I just haven't finished it because I just keep fucking uh, picking up way too much stuff. <laughs> I feel like you'd probably be better off watching No Game No Life or something instead of this. I, already I think it kind of has no a game. similar idea. Okay. Well, I'm just saying generally to the like to the audience. Like, if you haven't watched No Game No Life, it's kind of this, but I think probably better. But anyways, let's just move on since I can't. I can't. I haven't seen how it ends. 
So here is a no K1. Uh, Shikakuman no Psycho Kendra. Uh, the strongest sage with the weakest crest. Yeah, I watched a little bit of this one. It's okay. It's yep. not. It's nothing amazing, but. Anyways, let's start actually reading the fucking synopsis. Do you want to read it, Dad? All right. His strength limited by the magical crest with which he was born, Matthias, the world's most powerful sage, decides reincarnation is necessary to become the strongest of all. Upon his rebirth as a young boy, Matthias is thrilled to discover he's been born with the optimal crest for magical combat on his first try. Unfortunately, the world he's been born into has abysmally poor standards when it comes to magic, and everyone thinks he's still marked for failure. Now it's up to Matthias to prove everyone wrong, world's strongest sage style. Alright, so while this isn't amazing, what, what I actually liked of this is that uh, the main character actually teaches the waifus, and the waifus actually do things on their own. That is fucking rare because a, a lot of shitty RM anime, as uh, even the ones where they're supposed to be a Garm squad, like uh, what was it, twenty three squad something? Can I just find? It? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not gonna find it if I write this. But th th there was one I kind of like. They were supposed to be a fucking magical squad, and then. Like, the waifus do nothing because the main character got, like, a, a power armor. And they, they, he just keeps saving them. It's like, god damn it. Yeah, then you should watch Harem in the Labyrinth if you want waifus who actually do things. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but uh, still, and this one, the, the waifus, the main character is like, okay, I, I'm going to go do something elsewhere. Uh, I know you guys are strong enough to to hold the fourth, and they they actually do it. And the 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 school where he was enrolled, like they actually learn magic, they they actually do shit. So that's somewhat interesting, but it's not amazing. Yeah, I I wasn't very impressed by this one. Yeah, I dropped it pretty quickly. I was just bored. I think I watched like maybe two episodes of it. Yeah, I, I hope you, you didn't watch the one I told you. Uh, uh, you know, the, the reincarnated Demon Lord one? N not Mao Gekman, the other one. Yeah, there's uh, over 9,000 uh, of those, man. Yeah, that doesn't narrow it down. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know which one you're talking about. All right, but... we'll get there later and I'll talk about yeah. it. Anyways, moving on to Akibi-chan no Seller Fuku, also known as Akibi Seller Uniform. So it's Kamichi Akibi's first year of junior high, and she has her heart set on one thing, Rabai Private Academy Seller Uniform. As the next chapter of her life gets closer, she dreams of all the exciting new experience she'll get to have. School lunches, classes, club activity, and of course making lots of friends with her favorite outfit on. Uh, Kamichi feels ready for anything, but what the... But yeah, what, what, what the synopsis doesn't tell you, because it's from fucking Funimation, is that it, it, it turns out that the... Um, 
sailor uniform is a really really old uniform and they have long changed her uniform but she's she's still a in the end she's still allowed to uh, to wear it so it she's wasn't like her one. mom's or her sister's uniform or something like that no because uh, they they make it custom like her, her, her okay. mom makes the uniform for her okay so yeah this is shockingly good animation Good fucking or shockingly good is 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 putting it short. It was real. It looked amazing. Uh, I I know that that Weeble laughed at me at this, but I told her that the the school floor, the floor looked amazing. The floor I think was 3D CG, and it was like an amazing use of it. Yeah, I I didn't care much about the subject matter, but I was just fascinated at how yeah, beautiful uh, this was. It, it, yeah, it is very beautifully animated. Um, I don't, I understand that uh, people like slice of life because it's comfy, um, but this was boring and also it kind of got a little awkward to watch. Yeah, oh, well, we're, like, we're, sorry, <laughs> I, did, I don't want to watch little girls sniffing their feet. That's that, that's. <laughs> I draw the line there. Yeah, brought to you by Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've seen pages from from the manga. It's a little bit fetishistic, but not yeah. enough to make it too much annoying. You know. I think it, any it, amount of fetishizing children is a bit much, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, we, we're, we're talking about anime here. Yeah, it, it, it was a it, nice slice of life. <laughs> it, it, it shouldn't have been enough to, to make you like really fucking uncomfortable like uh, a, a other show from this year. I, I know that there's like the, the Lolly Ninja show I, I didn't watch. I've seen picture oh, of that. It's like shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, it is way worse. But but, anytime but, but, I but, see like a Lolly main character, I'm, I'm already wary. Like ah uh, fuck, I know where this is going. But 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 this is it it remains relatively tasteful. <laughs> yeah, yeah you relatively. Can, you can taste the feet. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. let, let's just fucking move on. Alright, so the next anime we 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 have, we have something not actually gay, but pretty fucking gay at the same time. So, fan yeah. mm-hmm. I fan- grew up watching Ron one one half, but I got to say this gender bending here is yeah. pretty fucking gay. <laughs> Fantasy yeah. Shoujo, uh, Juniku Jisanto, also known as Life with an Ordinary Guy Reincarnated into a Total Fantasy Knockout. Let me read the synopsis. Childhood friends Tachibana Inata and Jin Guji Chukesa were living the everyday life of office workers. Then, on the way home from a mixer, they, w- they were sent flying into another world by a mysterious being. On there, Jinguji sees his best friend has been turned into a beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. The adorableness of Tachibana's female form completely freemoxes the Tachibana, uh, which is also her superpower, being adorable, and I'm not kidding. But these two are each other's best friends. To keep their relationship from being destroyed, they, they must defeat the Demon Lord as quickly as possible and return to their original form. Okay. 
yeah, 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 this pretty yeah. fucking gay because uh, there, there's constant tension between the main character. And also, it's one of the rare isekai that's actually from a manga and not a light novel. Also, it's gay. Yeah, it's very gay. I this uh this anime has like a fucking record. Like it set a record for me where I think I dropped this in forty seconds. That's including <laughs> like the OP. As soon as I I didn't know what this was about, and as I actually was looking forward to, it. I was like, oh, that's a cute girl. And this seems like an interesting thing. Like, oh, and then that's I not a girl. It, and it's like, oh, that's it. This is a dude. This is the the show basically says this is a true fantasy. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. We're not uh, doing this. The, this was actually pretty good, actually. <sighs> I, I, I quite, quite uh, like this. Nigga. No, no, I'm not doing it. We're not doing it. Uh, I made it through the first episode, but it was it was pretty damn gay. <laughs> Just, she could have just been a regular girl. Why did it have to be like a weird tranny thing? I don't get it. Be, 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 because uh, the... <laughs> because you don't want to cut your dick off. So this no, is not be, for you. Be, because, <laughs> it becomes about the, the dynamic between the characters. Uh, it was also a, a, a decent comedy. But uh, yeah, otherwise let's just fucking move on. Be, because you guys are going to lose your fucking minds. I so, I'm not crazy. I'm not gonna like lose my mind. I just think it's like gay. Here's one I drop like episode one Kenja no Deshi, wo Nanuru Kenja, also known as she professed herself pupil of the wild man. God, this was shit. Like for, from episode one, you, you you can just tell it it was really bad. So, so some dude plays like um, a great mage that's known in, in his MMO. He falls asleep after a night of testing and new characters. And, and then he gets his sekide as the new girl character. And uh, f- fuck this, fuck that. I, I didn't fucking watch it. Yeah, any reason to watch this over Overlord? Uh, don't watch this. <laughs> Just don't. Alright, uh, so uh, next there's slow loop. Uh, I dropped this. It's it, it's a cute slice of life, but man, <clears throat> that that's about it. This one was about fly fishing. Oh, oh my... that's what that was. Yes, it's just about cute girls fishing. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Was it? Comfy? I don't know. I'm not the. Sl- I'm not in the slice of life oh, anymore. Oh, it, it was so. kind of comfy, but you know, when I when I feel like I have too much on my plate, I just right. ends up dropping. Also, bizarrely enough, uh, Itori Goto from Butchi the Rock apparently appears in this, like her her band oh, played yeah. in one episode. Yeah, I heard about that. I didn't watch either. Yeah. Well, I watched. I did watch three episodes of Boki, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh, my, right. my dad really loved fishing, and he'd go to conventions and shit. So he probably would like this if he was still alive. But maybe. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just thought of him all of a sudden. You just. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. 
Yeah, he spent decades being annoyed at my habit of watching these gook cartoons, but here's one he might have enjoyed. That that reminds me of the story of that guy from 4chan who showed his grandpa Girls und Panzer because he fought in World War <laughs> <Yeah>. II. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, God. That's uh, fucking great. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not that autistic and that retarded. I would ultimately decide not to show my dad this kawaii ugu shit. <laughs> just the idea suddenly occurred to me, but let's continue. All right, so next there's a Ryman's Club. The story centers on Mikotoshi Shirateri, a childhood prodigy at badminton, but who never recovered from a major loss during a high school competition. Now he works in the sales department of the Sunlight Beverage Company, playing badminton on the side. So, so what happened, uh, what the synopsis doesn't tell you, that uh, he was recruited by a, a big bank to play for them because apparently there's a, there's some sort of, of company uh, badminton tournament and he, he was in the bank's team where they just play badminton and nothing else. Oh, sounds but, like a lamer version of Kengan Ashura. Uh, yeah, yeah, somewhat actually. You, but this time it's not about fighting, it's, it's about badminton. So the main character, he never recovered from a major loss, and he has kind of problems during his matches, so he got removed from uh, that, that, that big company, and now he's at, he's at Sunland, Sunlight Beverage, where he's actually expected to fucking work. Yeah, should... Is it, I should just watch Blue Lock instead of this. Nah, this is decent. Uh, he... What's great about this is that for Hans, it's not fucking high schoolers because it's always high schoolers doing sports. But for Hans, you have, you know, actually adult doing sports and the non-sports things are not bad at all. It's not amazing, but uh, I wouldn't discount it. Yeah, but badminton is such a boring sport. Just play tennis. Well, fuck you, I played badminton. <laughs> uh Badminton is fucking great. It's better than tennis, even. It's like tennis, but boring. No. Fuck you. <laughs> Aren't you Canadian? Shouldn't you be playing hockey or something? Like a real sport? <laughs> yeah, but hockey re- requires a fucking ice rink and etc. I-, 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 I was playing this in college. And you, you just need like a normal ass gym. All right, okay. Fair enough. All right, enough of this shit. Mew seems to like it. it it's good enough, but anyways, so Mo- moving, moving on, on to Akuzume Koban Joshi no Yakushu, also known as Polisnapod. Okay, can you read the synopsis, Dad? All right. Officer Mai Kawaii has had enough. She's sick of being a police officer, but just when she's about to hand in her resignation, the arrival of a brilliant and beautiful ace detective named Seiko Fuji changes her mind. Will Fuji reignite Mai's passion for policing? And will Mai uncover the mystery of why Fuji was transferred to this ordinary police box? I don't believe it even was a mystery. It, it, she she was, she was being basically punished, and that's it. 
So uh, yeah. th- thanks for animation for the shit the synopsis, but at least this one's enough. So uh, it, it, it's a, it, the manga was actually uh, is actually written by an ex uh, police uh, police woman in Japan, I believe, and it's actually pretty good. Not only it's a decent comedy, but it's not scared of. Uh, of going serious and it does it really pretty pretty fucking well so what i've learned from watching mad bull 34 is that police tend to blow the heads off of robbers and then bang a dozen prostitutes right no not not in this it it, 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 it's a bit more on the realistic side oh boring like being a cop in japan has to be one of the most boring jobs imaginable yeah, it, there's almost yeah, no right. Violent, there's almost no violent crime, and you're not allowed to interfere with yakuza. Yeah, it, not it, yet. It, it it shows that their interaction with yakuza too. It, it even shows some of the more boring stuff, but it it shows it shows everything. I think it uh, it it should be somewhat accurate, I suppose, to to what being a a police in Japan is like. Yeah, like how Osamu Tezuka was a surgeon for a while. So when he wrote Blackjack, it was surprisingly realistic at times. Nice. But yeah, uh, you, you watched it, didn't you, Fomino? Yeah, I, I didn't finish it. Um, I didn't think it was bad, but it just, it was there. I was watching too many things at once and I had to make an executive decision and drop a few things. Yeah, it, so, it, this always yeah. happens. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I watched a little bit, but I thought ah, these pigs are boring. I want I want to watch yeah, something I, with decapitations. I thought it was decent. I thought it was cute, but I could I just it wasn't interesting enough to keep my attention for a full thirteen episodes. I think I got like five. Yeah, I'm like five episodes into this, and I was like, yeah, I feel like that's enough. All right, so let's move on then to Kaijin Kaiatsugu no Kuritsu. Kuroitsu-san, also known as Kuroitsu-san from the Monster, Monster Development Department. Man, I can't read shit. Uh, well, I can't read shit today. Kuroitsu is an assistant researcher in the Superhuman Research and Development Department of Agastya, a villainous secret organization that battles with heroes who try to save the world. Kuroitsu lives a busy life in Agastya, cut between the absurd requests of her bosses, making presentation, implementing new features into superhuman, and getting results within the allotted time budget and specs request, all without vacation. Uh, this was okay. Uh, I managed to. I, I, I almost fell asleep just hearing you talk about like the description. I have no yeah. idea what the fuck this is about, and it's already bored me. Uh, yes. So basically, you have this girl Kuroitsu. She's in the mon- monster making department of a Sentai superhero organization. Does that make sense? Okay. And as as I think a so. Sentai villain superhero organization. Yeah, I figure that part. So it's not as good as Dungeon of Black Company or Killing Lights. I feel like it would have been more interesting if it was literally some chick who worked for like a movie studio and they were making a Sentai movie and it was her job to make the monsters that they beat up. 
like the costumes and that shit. would be a cool that would have been interesting right yeah it, what the yeah, so I'm like man this this could have been so much more interesting basically this is an anime that hinges entirely on its weird uh, on its weird premise and that's about it so i almost dropped this like episode one because all of the first episode was really fucking bad. Then it, it got kind of okay, but it, it was never amazing. Okay. Yeah, if you want fun business stuff, watch Dungeon of Black Company. If you want furries killing each other, watch Killing Bites. <laughs> yeah. <Pretty much. laughs> so another, another that I dropped, Tribe Nine, about like. Uh, super powered ba- extreme baseball. It, it was okay. It was just man. How do you okay. fuck that up? Super powered sports actually sounds like an interesting idea. How do you fuck that up? It was kind of interesting, but the budget was not there. The budget was ah. it, it was kind of like really low quality. On top of that, it, it, it just slowly turns into Inferno Cop. Uh, not not that bad, but. <laughs> the the budget just wasn't good. On top of that, it, it has the the art of the Dangan Rampa guy. So the character design was interesting. It just wasn't very good. Yeah, a lot of potential wasted then. Yeah, no kidding. This cool man, like, fine. If at least it had the budget, I might not have dropped this. So yeah, so I also dropped the delicious party preacher. I got like five episodes in or something, then I dropped it. Fuck, fuck this. <laughs> what do you hate about it? Because I thought you liked Precure. Uh, I never say that I like Precure. I've complained about it a lot. In that uh, compared, especially to the pre-rhythm franchise or Aikatsu, it, it gets really into like um, the, the bad side of uh, of writing a children's show and it's uh, it, it kind of annoys me yeah just watch Sailor Moon alright so let's move on to Platinum End something that I somewhat actually learned to like uh, the, the, the more I watch it I, I know that there's a bunch of stuff that's controversial but let's Let's read the synopsis first. When life becomes too much for Mirai to bear an attempt taking his own life, he's saved by Nasi, a guardian angel who offers him a chance at becoming the new god. To do so, he must face up against 12 other candidates within 999 days. The 12 other candidates that also tried uh, t- taking their own lives. Mirai, who was once at rock bottom, now finds himself with supernatural power and a battle royale for the ISIL. So yeah, this this got kind of a really rough start. It seemed a lot like Mirai Nikki, but Death Note, but like not as interesting because this is from the Death Note guy. But but when they got to the um, part. and the stadium, I, I kind of got more interested. And then th- there's one controversial character that I know some people didn't fucking like because they, they call them Professor Reddit. But what is it called? Is it even important? 
Did I mention his name? Anyway, he doesn't seem to be a need. Characterless. Oh, yeah. yeah Not that important, is. then. Hmm? No, he's actually pretty important, but uh, he, he comes in really, really late. In the... Oh, yeah, he's uh, Gekku Yoneda. I also really, really fucking like his design. But I can't talk much about him because he's a spoiler, but I actually, c compared to a lot of people, I, 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 I like this character, but I'm not sure about the fucking end of the show. Dude, that was... His design is just Ken Patchy from Bleach. Yeah, but I kind of don't like Ken Patchy. Uh, anyway, I, I never saw this anime. I I heard it was by the the Death Note author, but it had all the worst aspects of the second half of Death Note. Yeah, literally, so I literally got the same vibe. I'm like, nah. Because I'm like, ooh, author of Death Note? But then it's like, it. this is like, uh, I don't know, the whole premise sounds stupid to me. Like, why would you make a guy who's suicidal god, or give him the option to become god? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me right off the bat. Well, that's what happens it's in like, Evangelion. Kinda. Like, yeah, but I feel like Evangelion's more of like, um, not a parody, but sort of a commentary on the genre. And on maybe, like, Japanese culture as a whole. Yeah. And like the, this just seems like it's fucking gay wish fulfillment bullshit. Yeah, it, it does seem a lot like Mirai Nikki meets Death Note. That's like right on. While I somewhat liked it, I still can't recommend it because yeah, uh, especially because of the ending. It, it's kind of a fuck you ending. So okay, so this just it. seems like a hard skip to me. Honestly, to me, this just seems like shit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Is it yeah. interesting? Is it interesting shit? It's interesting shit. <laughs> it's interesting shit, but ultimately it's... I don't know. I, I just can't recommend it. But I, I wouldn't call it a lemon. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it, like, the worst thing I've seen, the worst thing that is scary or anything. It, it just kind of disappointing, ultimately. It, it could have been so much better. It doesn't have the... Uh, the Death Note, holy shit! But it's 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 interesting. I I have still enjoyed a a bit of it. But yeah, I, I, you're making me want to watch this just because it has so many fuck ups, so many things wrong with it. Yeah, yeah. This what this what's frustrating because I you know that the Death Note guy can do much better than this, but at the same time there is some elements uh, in it that was a Nomeron, but some other elements were like, eh. I, I, I'd love for you to maybe read the manga because I know you prefer doing that than watching anime and then we can talk about it or something. Bitch, I'm 700 fucking chapters into One Piece. <laughs> it's not stopping anytime soon. <laughs> I know. Alright, All right. So, so let's just move on then. Yeah, let's move on. So your anime uh, of the season for winter 2022. Yeah, number three Drum goes roll. to Sebitri Bisco. Okay, can you read the synopsis? Really? Well, why really? No, I'm just curious. Well, let me read the synopsis. Japan's post-apocalyptic wasteland replete with dust can only be saved by one thing, fungus. 
Visco Akaboshi, a wanted criminal and skilled archer, searches for a legendary mushroom known as Sabekui, said to devour any and all rust, joining him on this epic saga to save the country as a giant crab and a young doctor. Can this unlikely trio find the fabled fungi and save the land? For France, Funimation didn't make a shit synopsis. This was actually a decent synopsis. So didn't you watch this, Full Metal? Yeah, I did. I, I completed this. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying it's bad. Um, but I, I was just, I didn't expect you to say it was in your top three for the season. I, well, this was a slightly like less, uh, the season didn't have quite as much uh, really good shit. Yeah, but, but honestly, the rest I, of the I, I'm looking at the season and it's like, what else do you want me to put a, put a number three? Yeah, no, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, yeah, this season there wasn't, like, yeah, as put, good as stuff as some other seasons this year. Uh, you could put Attack on Titan as number three. Uh, I, I don't know, because the, the, there's something I don't like about it. L- like, th- there was a lot of things that were fucking hype in this season, but at the same time, the, the, there's other story beats that I, I can't talk about that I do not like. Yeah, and major spoilers. That- yeah, and that's why it's not an anime of the season. So, and everything else is hasn't been like amazing in winter. Uh, Platinum Man w- was hype at time, but held magnificently at other time. So, really, there, there, I can only put the Sabicure Bisco on number three. Yeah, I saw some of Bisco. It was really good, but I, I got distracted by something else, as usual. Yeah, you don't watch much anime, but I, I thought that this was a pretty, this was pretty inventive. This was pretty fresh. Uh, yeah, uh, not, I'll not, give not, it points for originality. It definitely uh, did not follow uh, any formula that I've seen. Uh, it had decent action. It's a decent uh, road trip anime. Uh, at some at some point, even if it. Uh, if if some part of it wasn't amazing, it has a nice final, I'd say, and it somewhat ends at a satisfying part. I I see that the, the manga has finished, and then there's a, a sequel that's still going on. So I wonder the the manga is only twenty two sh- uh, chapter. Uh, the light novel is still releasing, but uh, where, where the anime ends, it feels like a, a full story. Yeah, I didn't think there would be any more after this, but maybe there there is. I don't know. Yeah, well, I, you, you, I, I, you know what the industry is. So they, they, they tell a, a full tale, and then they they, they got to continue. They, they got they to gotta milk it. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like if they went on any longer for where they uh, where they left off in the anime, it would just be milking it because they the story felt complete. It felt like it went full circle. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, now what? And, yeah, and, exactly. It's and, like, and, why would they make more? It's done. That, it feels done to me. That 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 gives it really uh, a lot of point to put an anime of the season because you know. Uh, a story that really feels complete is rare in anime. Yeah, especially in like a 12-episode season. So it really felt like a full story. I don't know. That's odd. 
So yeah, so that that's why it's number three. All right. Were you about to say something then? Yeah, you 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 jogged my memory. I was looking for the manga of this, but only a couple chapters were in English. I see, I see. But let's continue. All right, so we have our number two, Sono Bisque Doll Wakoiwosu, also known as My Dress Up Darling. Of course, mm-hmm. this was going to be number two. This was like one of the best fucking shows this season. So yeah, it's can, very can you read the synopsis that first. High schooler Wakana Gojo cares about one thing: making Hina dolls. With nobody to share his obsession, he has trouble making friends or even holding conversation. But after the school's most popular girl, Marine Kitagawa, reveals a secret of her own, he discovers a new purpose for his sewing skills. Together, they'll make her cosplay dreams come true. Wow, another Funimation synopsis. That's not shit. So, so, so yeah, so this was a pretty decent romance story that as none of the usual bullshit uh, there's some misunderstanding but they they, they don't milk it forever oh so, yeah i fucking hate when they do that shit so it, it just kind of feel normal it's chill yeah the characters are fantastic it's just a fun watch uh, one of the reviews yeah, on a- any list is absolutely ass blasted <laughs> What? Where? <laughs> uh, a review by some guy says horny, hollow, hypocritical. Uh, that's just, you know, the type of niggas who review anime. Not counting us, of course, because we're based. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you could really hate this show. I mean, I could understand not really like liking it that much, but I thought it was quite good. I don't yeah. think there's anything about it that's hateable. Yeah, I, I, I'm checking the the um, the review. They say it's pretty nice, however, that the characters are somewhat empty. And I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I think that's a problem in anime in general. Like, you don't have characters as... Um, uh, how to say it, as detailed as they could be. They don't have like the the most personality ever, but fuck right. this. Th- this was chill, and I don't care. This was just a, a chill, cool show to watch. Look, I'm just, I'm just horny for Marin. All right, that's it. <laughs> Everyone is. This was probably the best uh, way to. I know, uh, dude. When the, she did the Succubus cosplay, I was like, man, there's gonna be so much porn of this. <laughs> there, is. there is, and there was, there was. They're still making it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to see these two characters get married and spend the rest of their life ma- making and modeling costumes together. Yeah. So, so I guess mission accomplished by the writers. You got me invested. It's honestly, in it. yeah. I'm not like big into the uh, like the pussy beta boy like male characters that a lot of uh, anime have, but Gojo is okay. He's He's okay. He's getting I feel, there. I feel just, like he's somewhat realistic. Like, yeah, he's just not comfortable around hot chicks. Yeah. And like, didn't he initially when she was being nice to him think like she was going to be some sort of bully or something? I could, I, I could understand that because she does dress like the girl that would like fuck with people for her entertainment. 
But now she's actually just a very sweet girl who really likes cosplaying. Right. Yeah, she's an excellent waifu. Yeah. And that's why... just, just a good character in general. I mean, not just an object of lust. It's she a show that, that everyone will fucking love and will remember for a long, long fucking time. And this is why it was uh, number two anime of the season. Yeah, I remember when this came out, I, I described her as the new Zero Two. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, f- I feel like that's still pretty accurate. All right, so moving on to anime of the season, Osama Ranking. So unable to hear speak or wield a sword, Prince Budgie doesn't seem like a typical heir to the throne, and his kingdom agrees. But his fateful encon- encounter with Kage, a shadow on the ground, gives him his first true, true friend. The, t- the two sets off on a grand adventure and together form a bond that can overcome any obstac- obstacle, even being king. Not an amazing synopsis, but it's it's all right from Funimation again. Yeah, I'd say this is about a deaf little nigga who wants to be king, even though he does not have the talent for it. But he has this amazing willpower, and yeah, he, he just works his ass off, he, even through this fantasy world where everything is against him. P- please tell me you finished this woman. Oh, that that's on my ranking. Yes. Yeah, we did a a whole episode on it. Yeah, we literally did like a whole thing that I think ended up devolving into a... Yeah, Weeble was there, and I think it ended up devolving into not talking about Osama ranking. What were we talking about? It was like whatever anime was out at the time, like we started talking about that instead. That's probably why I forgot about the episode. Yeah, we kind of lost the plot after yeah, a little bit. That was episode 69, Osama ranking shit post and anime conventions with special guest Weeble. So, yeah, so I, re- I vaguely remember that. Sh- sh- should we just tell uh, viewers to, um, to go watch this for now? Yeah, go listen to yeah. that episode. But- yeah, su- suffice to say, this was it. Freaking excellent anime! I loved it. Does, it was a surprise. Does everyone approve with it being anime of the season? Yes, I can understand that. Yeah, it, it, it was extremely fucking fresh. It was extremely well fucking animated. It kept surprising. God darn yeah. did it! Keep surprising. It it, it just kept. With a surprise, it was crazy. Yeah, normally, like a show might have like one or two reveals that make you go, Oh wow, this show kept doing new reveal after new reveal. And I'm just like, I don't even know where the story is going anymore, but I want to see it to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, it's like, I can't believe what's fucking happening. No, nothing was as what it seemed. Absolutely yeah, nothing. it's like every few episodes there was a new cliffhanger that's like, oh, you can't just blue ball me like this. What do you like? Fuck you. It, it, it just kept flip flopping, but in a good way, and and that was yeah. absolutely crazy. It's like it just yeah, it subverts your expectations and it, like constantly. Yeah, well, like it a, sets up your expectations on way. purpose. Yeah, it does it well. Like it sets up your expectations and then immediately subverts them. You're like, okay. And it just keeps doing, keeps keeps doing that. And characters that you think they're one way are completely different. Yeah, just so many of the characters have nuance. 
There's there's no like yeah, it's it's insane. Freaking loved it. What, what, what a freaking good anime. It, it, that was like just fucking spectacular. And this is why it's anime of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I should show this to my dead father instead of that fishing anime. He'd probably like I didn't know you were a necromancer, but good luck <laughs> with that. <laughs> I, I, I've shown this to my dad, and he quite liked it. Oh, there's a subtitled French version? Yeah, uh, no, dog. Oh, okay. He doesn't do subtitles, so... Must have been popular. And for good reason. This is excellent top-tier shit. Yes, absolute top-tier shit. Wit Wit Studio knows what they're doing. Yeah, Wit's been fucking knocking out of the park lately, honestly. It's actually astonishing. The the, the good news is that uh, Osama Ranking is getting a sequel in the, the spring season so next season we just started we just started the winter season oh hell yeah it'll probably be anime of the season when that comes out oh, probably i hope all right let's get shall we do spring 2022 i don't I had a couple so. of drops i could throw in from uh winter Okay. Oh, sure, sure, do it, do it. I probably should have did that before we did the thing, but then you just kind of jumped into it, and I was like, whatever. It's all right, but, talk uh, about some shit. So what did you draw? Yes. Uh, Shenmue the Animation. Jesus Christ, this sucked. Worse than just the, like the game. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, games were it's never actually good. worse. No, it, they were interesting for the time, uh, but I tried playing them recently for the first time. I was like... Man, this sucks. This is not good. It, they were interesting, but they weren't fun. Yeah, and, it, you know. It, the the game I've heard is a very acquired taste. But what's crazy is that Shenmue Tree is exactly like the old games from what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it's like a game. That's from kind 1999. of the problem. It has not yeah, that's why people hated updated. it because it. Yeah, it plays like shit, and it's yeah, like just play. A it's literally what they. Game. To be fair to the developers, it is what people asked for. They just forgot that the game sucked. <laughs> like the Shenmue is one of those franchises that's looked on through like rose tinted glasses. It's really a nostalgia thing. Uh, like you try I, to I come back to it, and it's like, oh, this is not good. I I have one, two on Steam, so I, I will play them eventually, and then we'll see if I dig it or not. Dude, if, yeah. if you get sick after twenty minutes, I'm not gonna blame you if you quit. <laughs> I, 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 man, I have the 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 collection. I got it for like PlayStation or whatever. Mm-hmm. I played it for maybe two, three hours, and I was just like, I can't. It's like I tried so hard to get into it. I, have you? Seen I do some find Chinese it guy? humorous. I, I, yeah. I don't know what to say. I'm looking for some sailors. It's like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like it's 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 funny for the shitty old dub. There's some entertainment out of that, but like the combat's yeah. terrible. The yeah, characters then, are awkward. Then Grand Theft Auto Three came out a couple years later and just blew it out of the freaking water. Yeah, yeah. kind of. To be fair, though, Shenmue—that's not really what it was going for. I don't think. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it, it was it, more it, narrative it focused. Re- but the narrative is just like a really shitty Hong Kong movie. It's it's kind of realistic in a completely other way than the GTA. Yeah, it's 
yeah, I was trying to do more of a realistic, like, this is this guy's life sort of thing. But, but yeah, also, it, like, a it, movie? And also walk around a town and play with dogs and vending machines to get toys and shit. Even then, you know, Brave Fencer Musashi on PS1 did, did that part better. I was going to say, there are probably games that do a similar thing better. Like, I could understand the appeal of just wanting to play as a character that's in, like, 80s Japan. Like, that sounds like it could be interesting, at least. Yeah, but now we have the Yakuza games for that, so fuck it. Yeah. Well, the, the yeah, Yakuza games seems that. a lot like an evolution from Shenmue. Yeah, yeah they're just does. better in every way. Yeah. Honestly, probably just play the Yakuza franchise if you like the idea of Shenmue. I have like a dragon on my deck that I need to start. So, yeah, I so far the only one I've played is like a dragon, which is I guess Yakuza Seven. I don't know the name change is weird in the states, but yeah, the 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 one with Ichiban, I believe that was his name. That's the only one I played, and it's different from the rest because it's more like an RPG rather than like a beat 'em up. Yeah, I played some of that based on your recommendation. It was pretty good. And it, it it's it's very good. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it 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 gets also surprisingly cheap on the on Steam. Yeah, it usually goes for around 10 20 bucks, so it's not too expensive. Uh I got the Yakuza collection of uh I think it was like four, uh 3 4 and 5 or 4 5 and 6, I forget which. I think it was 3 4 and 5. And uh, I'm going to go through that uh, eventually. Uh, but no. anyway. So what, what else did you drop? Uh, Worlds and Harem. Shimatsu no Harem. Oh, yeah, this did, sucks. Did, wait, did, did I not put this on my list? I don't... I You didn't talk about it. Because this should be Unless on my I can, list. Unless I completely fucking blanked out when you talked about it. I do not recall you talking yeah, about it. Yeah, this should have been on my list. I think I might have fucked up. Let, let, let me see. Let, let me see why. Did, did I not check the OVA or something? Or is... Um... Yeah, it, it... Oh, no, wait. I'm on in the wrong year. year. Let, let me see, like, what happened. Because I might have ignored the, o, the OVA section. Or yeah, maybe, I think it, it's maybe it, not. The... Maybe it's excluded from your search because it's marked as an adult. Yeah, I think that's why. That 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 sucks. But yeah, oh, that would explain it actually. Uh, World ends. Aram. I actually kind of like it. it. It was not absolutely <sighs> amazing, but I thought it was fine. I... I wanted to like it, but I just couldn't get into it. Like, the premise is kind of interesting. So, like, um, yeah, there's, like, this disease that kills off, like, 99% of men. So there's, like, barely any men on the planet left. And, like, only, like, I think, actually, I think there was only, like, 5 or 10 men in, like, the whole planet that aren't fucking, like, infected with this disease and dead. Because they were in, like, cryostasis or some bullshit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, whatever MacGuffin that saved them. And uh, now they have to figure out how to make the species survive with only like a handful of men alive. And it's like, that could be interesting, but it just kind of devolves into like a porn plot. Like it it just, they just use it as an excuse for 
uh, all these men to have harems of women. And it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, like, and the, whatever, and, if we're going to just do it like it's a porn story. And the yeah, and the, the main character is a pussy, and he doesn't, yeah, he's a faggot, and he doesn't like pussy, apparently. Um, now, he wants to save himself for marriage, which is weird for uh, a Japanese person to do, but sure. Yeah, be, 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 because is um, uh, the, the one he liked when he went into cryo, uh, she kind of disappeared from this the new world, and uh, he's uh, well, this this world X years later, and he's searching for her. For her. Really, nigga, just jack off the yeah. pictures of your old girlfriend. <laughs> like we need to repopulate yeah. the human yeah, race. It's, it, literally, yeah, like literally, even. Even if it's like, no, I don't want to have sex with these women. It's like, okay, but we still need, like, your fucking goo. Like, you don't understand literally all of humanity is riding on your fucking nuts. Yeah, the, the stakes are a little bit more important than... It's like, you, yeah. Uh, where's yeah. my girlfriend? Like, if this, oh, if this were a realistic me? setting, they'd just, like, have him hook up to a jack-off machine and he'd never leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, let's be honest. That, that what could was... he do? That part was pretty annoying, but you have the other main characters for the RM shit. Did, did, did you get... Yeah, but even then, that's still not enough. Like, I don't know. Well, I, they had some bullshit excuse where copulation would only work if you actually fuck the women, which doesn't make any sense. I don't get how that would even work. Like, I don't know. That's not how reproduction works. Like, you just need to fertilize the egg. But but I like the part with the daughter main character Shota Doi in the school. It it was it, it, yeah. it was it was pretty fucked up in a way, but it was made to be fucked up. Yeah. And I I, I thought I thought that was pretty good. I mean, this is not top tier show, but it's nowhere near that oh, no. bad. It's terrible, but if you like terrible uh like porn stories, this is actually not bad. And it's actually yeah, delivered on the titties. I gotta watch this. Yeah, it it does have it does have an, a lot of titties. Um, it, I don't it, know. I just felt blue balled most of the show though, so I'm just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna watch actual porn if I want to jack off. Blue ball Z. Yeah. Next time on Blue Ball Z, nothing happens. Nothing happens, and your time is wasted. <laughs> and now you feel like an idiot. Kill yourself. I, I don't know. Le, le, let me edit my post to add the Shumashino RM, which was indeed not included because it's marked as adult, which fucking sucks. Right. The, That's it for the drops. Um, I think 86 Part 2 counts as this season. Let me see. I, I think it didn't even include Futokuno Guild. No, no, it's there, so I, I don't get it, but whatever. And. Anyways, that's it for the drop. Nothing else? What were you talking about? Uh, if 86 Part 2 counts for this season, then uh, yeah, there's that, which I've recommended up and down, so either which way, I'm not, I don't feel like I need to talk about it. No, Watch that, 86. That, that one is uh, uh, end the day uh, March. Oh, yeah, it, it's, be, it's because of the extra episode or something, right? Yeah, it took like three months for the last episode to come out or something like that. Yeah, it tech. Let's just say it doesn't count because it's just like one one postponed episode instead of being like all of the season or some shit. Yeah, I like the yeah. first season, but I gotta watch this. Yep. Anyway, 
All right, so that that was the winter twenty twenty two season. So I believe uh, we have enough material for this episode. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we can do more next episode. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to, Mew, you can go sleep. Full Metal and I can uh, talk like we usually do, except we'll record it this time. Because yeah, we, yeah. we, had, we had a kick-ass conversation last time, and we didn't record any of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but well, I, but I have a conversation that's uh, that, that's anime or or, or, or geek shit related. It often okay. is. Okay, to, We're usually try, just shooting try to the talk, shit. Like super politics shit. But anyways, it's not political to say you want to nuke Toronto. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's necessary. Anyway. All right. So I was going to talk about some YouTubes I've seen and uh, some other anime podcasts I checked out. But Mew, if you want okay. to, you can stick around and listen. Oh, yeah. Let's stick around a little bit. Uh, both Gigguk and Totally Not Mark did really long videos about Chainsaw Man. Why it is the best anime of the year, and they are correct, no matter what you two think. What? Oh, 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 of course, of course, they're giving it anime of the year. But fucking normie pot, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes normies are correct. <laughs> fucking normies. Let, 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 let's just say that I, I I am starting the manga, and I am starting the manga to properly shit on it. That that, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Right. You're gonna read the manga just to be mad at it. All right, I will fight, fight me IRL. Meet me on Sea Land in one hour. Kinda. I I I want to save most of my criticism for it for, for like the when we'll talk about the file season, but I'll just say that it's different. It's not anime of the year, and it's not even anime of the season. Oh, it's fucking brilliant, man. It, it it's not. It's I I really like Chainsaw Man, but I can't say it's anime of the year. I uh, I can't even go as far as to say that I think it it might uh, misunderstand the original material from what I've gathered from from what's being said around. Uh, they're both really good. I'd recommend both the anime and the manga. They're not one for one identical, and I appreciate that. But I, I I need to check the manga to to to, to really to, to to really like form my own opinion about this because I because we're shitting on a high profile anime and I need to shit on it properly. All right, we can do that later. Also, I listened to four other anime podcasts, mm-hmm. and they were all decent, but unfortunately paused. So, so yeah. what, what's the anime of the year list for for all these podcasts? No, I didn't. Uh, I listened to stuff that interests me from their episode list, not necessarily okay, okay. anime of the year. Like, uh, uh, one of them talked about JoJo, and they had an episode on tournament arcs in anime. Okay. Well, it was the Anime Sickos podcast. Yeah. So was it shit? Uh, no, this one was ac- actually decent. That uh, they didn't just shit post. They talked about the things they liked about it, and 
Uh, they liked JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because the car- because the author is so scatterbrained. Because that allows him to come up with all sorts of unique shit that makes it a truly bizarre adventure. I'm sure everyone listening to this already knew that, but... Uh, Good lord, I'm... Uh... I, I'm reading the um, the synopsis of episode uh, 140, and I, I'm not feeling this. You see what that is? So, so they, they're tall shit libs. Oh yeah, they they have Musk derangement syndrome, and that's oh, of course. Oh my god, that's so fucking gay. It leaks in at points, and like really, nigga. Again, <laughs> fuck. God, I, I, that's what happens when your entire life is online and you take Twitter seriously. Like it I, fucking matters. Like who gives I, I, a shit? I, did, I did just say no political shit, but ever wonder how the right Elon Musk, QAnon, and all always get special special treatment? What what the fuck are you talking about? What special treatment? Especially QAnon. It was literally the fucking devil at some point. Yeah, I just think it's fucking stupid to whine about shit like that. Even if you disagree with it, it's like, is it really that big of a deal? Does it really dramatically affect your life? It does if you're on Twitter all the time. Which apparently yeah, these I guess. dudes are. If you're terminally but I, online. But a couple years I, ago... I, I, I am terminally online, and I'm not that retarded. I'm just a little bit retarded. Yeah, I listened to one of <laughs> We're all a little bit retarded. I listened to one of their episodes from 2020 where they talked about tournaments because so many shonen have tournaments, even where they don't really make sense, like in My Hero Academia. But these guys defended yeah. tournaments just as an excuse to show, to showcase new characters and their abilities. And uh, they, they gave uh, Dragon Ball as a good example because like so yeah. many hype moments in the original Dragon Ball come from the Budokai tournaments. Oh yeah, like the original Dragon Ball, yeah, like the Budokai yeah. tournaments were awesome. Yeah, it doesn't ah. ma- matter so much in Z when half the characters can easily blow yeah, up then the planet. It, yeah, then they just treat the tournaments like a joke, which kind of sucks. But then ah. they finally did the Tournament of Power, which wasn't a tournament, it was a battle royale. It's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. But, I, I, I like tournament arcs. They're fine. Dude, they're really fucking high. Dude, watch Yu Yu Hakusho. It has the best yeah. tournament arc of anything yeah, the dark, ever. Dark tournament <sighs> arc is peak tournament arc, dude. Holy fuck, it's so good. Eventually. We'll, we'll spend like three months watching it for movie night. <laughs> the, the, dark, <laughs> sure. tur- the dark tournament is so freaking good. I, I'd say it's better yeah. than anything in Hunter x Hunter. I loved it so much. Oof. Well, all right. I won't argue with you on that. It's really good. That, that that's some high bar you're putting. Are, are you sure that uh, that that's at the bar it can actually uh, pass? Yes. Or... Y- yes, I can. I'll, I can say that oh, without reservation. What, what do you think about uh, that? I think it's the best tournament arc that I've ever seen. So. Yeah, I guess that really depends on how how much you like tournament arcs. If you're like, if you get hyped over tournament arcs, it's like, it's like peak shonen, dude. But uh, if you just don't really care, I guess it's not really gonna blow your fucking mind. All right, all right, then. You'd freaking love it, Mew. I. Anyway, another podcast I listened to was an- called Anime Out of Context. All right. They did- uh, they had an episode on Overlord, so I listened to that, and they just 
tore Overlord apart. And what point? Uh, uh, they said it was just such a janky, unfocused mess. Yeah, but they, I, I like it so they can go hard themselves. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it's unfocused per se. I would just say it sort of diverts its attention on different subjects. I wouldn't necessarily call that unfocused. But like, uh, well, I, they argue that it's mostly dropped the plot line of like s- someone from the real world coming into a fantasy world. That's hardly relevant. And uh, the storyline of the main character is like isekai, though. Well, it is out of context, so they're that, they're not. Despite that, having a lot of episodes, they're not necessarily experts on anime. That that's not true. That it's irrelevant to Ains because everything Ains does is to technically get. Uh, it, it is like everything Ains does is to. Uh, get some attention in the world to see if his friends are isekai with him but somewhere else yeah, I guess that's not the impression they got from the first season oh just the first season yeah the, I, I, I mean it's a massive work by now yeah but this episode's from September of last year so if they wanted to they could watch more but they didn't but th- this is a decent podcast. I enjoyed it. I'm going to listen to more. They're not shit libs so far. They probably are, but you know they have Twitter links and shit. But they they managed to keep it out of their podcast, so I can. That, this that, was good. This was better than the anime sickos. Uh, All right. Another one I listened to was called Anime Nostalgia. They had an episode on Berserk. Do they mostly cover older anime? Yeah, which is okay. which is what I like. Makes sense. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, the hosts are two lesbians, and uh, ah. and one of them loves to say, "As a woman of color, I," and then gave her oh, shitty opinions. Gay. But these are real berserk <laughs> fans, so, so that's how you know the shitty opinions come. Yes. To be As fair, a person of color, I love Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, I love Mr. Popo and like Adjutant Black <laughs> who takes over the Red Ribbon Army. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mew hasn't funny. seen it, but he's this big red lit Sambo character. Oh, yeah, 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 I know. He's a. I, I, I'm pretty sure I saw. Uh, I, I saw his character. Uh, talking about Dragon Ball, I, I, have you seen the? Um, uh, what was going on in Super in the manga? Uh, Gotenks and Trunks are uh, are yeah they, they are go, in high school now. Yeah, they go to what looks like an American school full of black people. <laughs> yeah, and they, they, <laughs> there's some of the main character in there are. I saw the character okay. design. The character design looks fine. Whatever release. Yeah, the creators are probably influenced by Netflix. Where. Like, half the cast of any show has to be black. Anyway, this anime nostalgia podcast, despite the the host being huge shitlibs, uh, they are genuine Berserk fans. Like, uh, one of them's been watching, been reading the manga longer than I have. And she watched the whole 97 Berserk anime and reread the whole manga just in preparation for this episode. Nice. 
So they are hard workers, despite having some shitty opinions. Yes, they complain about Casca getting raped into retardation. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask that. It's like, so how do they feel about the rape? Uh, they don't like the rape, but they're... There are so yeah, but Casca's cool... not the only one who gets raped. I know Gus gets raped when he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, big... There's plenty of rape to go around, and it's not just for the women. Yeah, so they they can't really complain about women getting fridged, as they call it. Uh, so I understand. I, I I've heard that trope. I just don't understand where the fuck it comes from. Uh, it comes from a Green Lantern comic. I I think it was which. I think it was Kyle Rayner, one of them. Uh, a bad guy kills his girlfriend and stuffs the body into a refrigerator. But that's like never happened again in any other media. Yeah, but it became shorthand for bad things happening to female characters. Something for feminists to bitch about. Ah. But e even though uh, the host of this are feminists, they have a genuine love for Berserk that comes across in this. So... I can't recommend listening to it, but I can't hate it either. Sure. That's, that's, that, fair, that's fair. And there need to be more anime podcasts that cover old stuff. Love old stuff. Yeah. All right. The last one I listened to was called Shonen Flop. It's about stuff that Shonen, uh, Shonen Jump or similar magazines that got canceled. Oh, okay. Uh, I listened to their episode about Bao, which was an early, early manga by the JoJo author. We watched the yeah. OVA of it. I'm gonna say that sounds familiar. Yeah, they correctly identify it as ridiculous nonsense, but it has some of the pro early aspects of the JoJo elements that we like so much. The absolutely bonkers character designs. The uh, new powers coming out of nowhere to solve the the enemy of the week. Remember liking it, the OVA? Yeah, the extreme ultra violence. It's there in Bao as well. And instead of characters named after uh, named after musicians, it had characters named after actors. Like one of the bad guys is named Walken. Hmm. Like Christopher Walken? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, except He's a giant Indian with psychic powers who fights the main character. And, and this podcast... Sure, why not? Yeah, uh, this podcast does talk about the, the trend in the 80s of having psychic powers and how the JoJo author wanted to do different stuff with it. So this is a cool... This is a better podcast than the others. This is the best of the four. But I just... Man, there's so many obscure a shonen series that ran for a couple of chapters and got canceled. Just, I don't even know where to start with this podcast. It seems to talk about Chainsaw Man a lot. Yeah, they seem to really love Chainsaw Man, which is good. They are correct. I want to hear about shonen flops. But the bad side of it is if they discuss like one of these manga that got canceled and I want to go read it, then... I'm not going to have much material, so I'm just going to get more blue balls listening to this podcast and getting excited about shit that got canceled decades ago. So I, I'm in a catch-22 situation. I, I can recommend this podcast, but uh, because of the material, 
it covers you're just going to get so much stuff that sounds cool and it will never be completed that sucks <laughs> <laughs> i know so those are the four podcasts i listen to so i'm gauging what our competition is like i i still think we have the best yeah. podcast but do you I, have the best opinions yes we are infallible. Do not question us. <laughs> we are base and they are cringe. <laughs> oh, uh, video games. We have time to talk about that? Sure. Uh, sure. So I've been playing uh, that uh, Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise game that came out about a year ago. Yeah, yeah the, the one, the one I have, that I have all the fucking weird videos about it because the, the main character is fucking ridiculous he's basically demon slayer but for chaos like chaos i'm here to kill chaos he says that every fucking scene and it's awkward and it's amusing uh it's uh the story's a retelling of the first uh, the fir very first final fantasy it even has the characters go to a castle and save a princess from the evil knight Garland, who becomes Chaos in the future. Spoilers for a 36-year-old game, by the way. But the gameplay is drastically different. It's an action RPG, so I thought maybe it's going to play a little bit like Kingdom Hearts. But no, this requires skill. I was getting my ass kicked by the basic goblin and bomb enemies in the first dungeon. So you have to control a team. But uh, to survive, you need to get good at blocking and dodging, and you need to switch between classes. So this has a lot of the standard Final Fantasy classes, but it encourages you to switch between them during fights, sometimes in the middle of a combo. So it's kind of like the... That's a bit absurd. Yeah. It, in the middle well, of it, a combo. Yes. It plays like the different styles in the Devil May Cry games. I suck at these games. Yeah, but after each yeah. fight, you're supposed to like go through your skill trees and equipment lists and uh, update all that shit to be ready for the next fight. Oh, so, man, I'm terrible at that shit. Yeah, so it, it scratches the exact kind of autistic itch that some people might have. It, it's an interesting game, even if you don't care about the ridiculous cutscenes. Also, anime-related, not a... It's uh, River City Girls 2. I've played that about 10 hours. Really? Yeah. I, I, I have the one. I have the first one, but I kind of don't like it very much. I, I thought that the, the bosses, especially, were a pain in the ass when you play alone. Well, when you play two-player, however, it's much more doable. Yeah, uh, I I did beat the first game when it came out. I enjoyed it. The second game has worse bosses, so you will not like it. Like, in almost all the bosses, well, uh, all the ones I've seen so far, uh, they do that annoying thing where uh, the boss will jump off screen and throw shit at you, and they're invincible for, like, 45 seconds, and then they uh. jump back onto the screen where you can hit them a few times, then they jump off screen and throw shit at you again. I hate when that happens. Yeah, the whole game's full of that, so you'd probably hate it. But it does have some other improvements over the first one. Uh, it has more varied skill lists, more characters you can recruit. Uh, it has 
Yeah, the first game had the ability, like sometimes when you were beating on a enemy, they would beg for mercy and you could force them to join your party. Mm. Uh, this expands that as well. You can have uh, two, two different uh, summons at the same time. And it encourages you to like, go around the world and uh, recruit as many as possible while you're kicking various people's asses. And it has the same a quirky Americanized writing style, which is pretty annoying. It it does reference uh, the fact that it's a game several times. Like uh, the at the beginning of the game, uh, the girls are just sitting on a couch playing video games, and they've been doing that for months. So they that made them lose all of their skills and stats from the first game. I see. So story's not that great, and there's some annoying feminist bullshit. Like it, 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 this has the double dragon characters in it, but it portrays the Lee brothers as just worthless, incompetent morons, and Marion is the real strong and smart one. And she, she, she's a boss at one point. Yes, she, she has the same throw shit off screen, but she joins her party as well and has a unique move set. But her new character design is just. Uh, what's her name? Noi from Doro Hidoro, the gigantic muscle chick with white hair. Yeah. They just copied yeah. that for this game. Oh, wow. So if you want to play as a giant muscle chick, you can. But since this is made by Americans, I know it's done with bad feminist intentions and not wholesome fetish views, you know? If I'm not mistaken, if it's the character I think about, she was actually a shop owner in the in the first game or something, no? Yeah, she was. Well, yeah, one good thing about this game is the visuals. Like every time you step into a shop, it has a really detailed a picture of whatever weirdo is running the shop and all the junk they have lying around. Yeah, just like uh, the first one, no? Yeah, just like the first one. And it does reuse a lot of enemies, of weapons, and areas from the first one. But like I said, the bosses are worst, and uh, the writing is less tolerable. So uh, if you really like beat-em-ups with RPG elements, I could recommend River City Girls, both of them. But for everyone else, I'd say skip it. I prefer the old, uh, the, the the old style uh, River City games. Yeah, the old Kunio Kun games. Those are yep. still fun. Oh, also by the way, uh, Bastard Season Two announced. Yeah, I saw that. It's coming out sometime this year. Yep. Yeah. Well, speaking of Bastard, I was going through what like some of the uh, shit I watched this year, and I noticed on my anime list, Bastard has a score of six point six six. <laughs> it definitely deserves higher than a six, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool. Dark Schneider is a great character, just an absolute bastard. Yeah, he well, yeah, he lives up to the title. He is a fucking bastard. Yeah, he wants to bone every chick, and he's so strong he wins every fight, and he's laughing and mocking people the whole time. He's great. My favorite part about it is like whenever someone's a monologuing, he just interrupts them by beating them up. Because <laughs> it's like monologues are gay. Shut up. <laughs> Fight me, pussy. I I forgot before the podcast we briefly talked about something from this season, 
and we stopped ourselves. What the fuck were we talking about? Uh, the new Trigun? Yeah, yeah, the new Trigun. Oh, the soy Trigun, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't like the design of Vash either, but I got pretty annoyed when people in the Fediverse uh, were, were, were just super shitting on it. It, it looks amazing, dude. It, it looks amazing in Does its duo it? range. And, and studio range has basically been uh, either everything they've made is anime of the season or year material since they've done Ozeki no Kuni. So, so yeah. I'll give it a shot. I, I'm not a huge fan of the character design. I like the old Vash better. Yeah, I know. I know. Me too. I don't know if I like Zoomer Vash, and I say that as a Zoomer. Yeah, and it's all CG, I think. I haven't yeah, seen it well, yet. Well, so, it's it's to do arranged by the one who did B stars and all that. So you, yeah. you know you know it looks amazing. But we'll review that later. Yeah, I will watch it. Yeah, the the, the season review will come in about like two weeks. Also, uh, next week I'm seeing the um, the movie of the slime Musicai. So I'll yeah. be talking about that in about two weeks. Oh, is that playing in theaters? Yep. I'm going to see it. You know, anime was such a niche hobby for almost all of my life. So it's yeah. taken me a while to get used to the fact that normies love this shit. <laughs> like, I, uh, I, I showed you the picture of that pre-cure candy that I saw in the at the grocery store last week. Yeah, but that, that that that's probably just like random Asian Asian candy shit that they're buying in bulk. So, but yeah, still, but it, it, it it was fucking was that, pre was that like candy. A, was that like a an Asian market or like a place that normally sells like foreign food, or was that just like a regular grocery store? Just regular grocery store, but it was the Asian aisle. Uh but that same day I. That's when I saw the guy with the Demon Slayer uh, bumper yeah, Demon sticker. Mainstream. Yeah, and a guy on a Hatsune Miku shirt. Did, did you went <laughs> to talk to him and, and say how much you ate at that Hatsune? No, this was not GameStop in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, if I saw someone with an anime t-shirt, I would go up to them and talk about our niche hobby. But, but nowadays, you're, you're oh man, done. you have autism too. Yeah, it it was a treat <laughs> to be able to talk to people about these crazy Jap cartoons. In the current years, like no, keep away from me, normal fag. <laughs> I remember growing up, it was almost impossible to find Nintendo merch in the West. So God. anytime you saw anything with like a Nintendo shirt or something, you knew they were cool. It's probably because yeah. the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie from 93 was such a gigantic failure that uh, Nintendo of Japan was scared of putting any more merchandise out there. Like yeah, people, are, and people worship Nintendo in this country. They will spend trillions on yeah, Nintendo merchandise, and they just yeah, don't well, put it now, out. And, well, now and, you and, can just buy like a Nintendo t-shirt for like 15 bucks at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Ex exactly. And, and on top of that, you're a Zoomer. W w when I was a kid, there was like fucking nothing Nintendo. Uh, nothing at all. I I've always wanted like fucking Super Mario uh, cap, t-shirt, etc. And, and now all the kids can have whatever the fuck they want. 
Yeah, I bought I the re- Nintendo cereal when I was a kid. It tasted like shit, but I still bought it because it had Mario on the box. Yeah, they brought that back, I think, and I tried it, and it tasted like shit. <laughs> it it, uh, it, it I, just basically uh, luck charms. Yeah, and that's it. it tastes like piss. Uh, I, I remember I had like almost no Nintendo shit, like toys or anything growing up. So like I went to Burger King one time when I was a little kid and got like a little Kirby toy and I cherished that fucking thing. I think I still have it somewhere. <laughs> it's like in a box. It was the only like Nintendo thing I had. Dude, they could sell Kirby marshmallows. Yeah, the the, the, oh, the yeah, only they thing could. I had was the uh, uh, Mario Tree uh, McDonald toys. Yep, I had those too. I had the Koopa Troopa one. Uh, I had a Banjo Kazooie pencil case. I never even played Banjo Kazooie, but I knew it was on Nintendo. <laughs> how? I know that where, one. Where the fuck did you get this? I don't remember how I got it. Somebody just gave it to me. I don't. I don't know where it came from. Yeah, there's. I was like, fuck it. That's for, cool. For thirty plus years, there's been such a demand for Nintendo merchandise and movies and shit, and they just they've barely done any. Probably because this, yeah, this one well, movie is such a big failure. Well, now they're about to have two failures. Well, it's probably not going to fail, honestly, but it, uh, I don't know, it looks a little goofy. Uh, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty annoyed Mario. that, that uh, most people are seems to be positive about the Mario movie because it looks like every single fucking generic uh, 3D yeah, exactly. CG was... cartoon movie yeah, that, it looks that, like every key. Illumination movie they've ever made. Every single, uh, like the, the new trailer they posted, it, it just sounds like, remember pipes? Remember coins? Remember blocks? Remember yeah, toys? Like, how could I forget the formula the games haven't changed in 30 years? <laughs> it, 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 it basically, the, the entire like the entire trailer just feels like this. Remember this? Remember that? And the entire movie yeah. would be this. Like, is this supposed to be for kids, or is this supposed to be no- nostalgia bait for a forty-year-old man? It's going to be nostalgia bait with like a a shit plot that that it's it's going to be nothing original. It's going to be safe, safe as shit. And I, uh, I don't understand. The I don't understand these like. Shit. Yeah, it is. I don't understand. I was just getting to that. I don't understand what these companies all hire like celebrities to do the voices for these characters for kids movies most of these kids are not going to know who these celebrities are like <laughs> that's true uh yeah. what's it like jack keegan black michael key or whatever his now. name is yeah jack black is old and hasn't been relevant in like decades like children it's, didn't watch key and peel so they don't know who keegan michael key or whatever his name is it's hollywood master by debating itself as usual it's always hollywood masturbating itself well, no, like, even these Japanese companies, they want, like, big names. Like, back when uh, they were doing the Dragon Ball Broly movie and they wanted it to be, like, a big worldwide release, they wanted famous people to voice, like, uh, they wanted, I forget who they wanted. They wanted someone really famous to voice Broly. And they were, and Funimation was just like, do you know how much it's going to cost to get someone famous to do this? A lot. That, that, that's because like, yeah. that, that's because they see the American way, and and they want the American way. But it's, it's like, do, the, yeah, but they don't want to pay American money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's yeah, like, like, are you going to pour like hundreds of millions of dollars into one movie? Yeah, look at the voice cast for the Kingdom Hearts games. They got yeah. Christopher Lee to play the villain and some other famous names for most of the cast. And Yeah, how about you just stick to people that actually do voice acting for a living and are actually good at it? Yeah, to be fair, Disney has access to tons of good voice actors, but... Right. That's because they that's have infinite, Disney and they pay yeah, Disney they, money. They have infinite money. Yeah. So they'll like when a Ghibli movie gets translated here, they'll get like some Disney star to do the voice. But like kids would actually know who these people are. Like yeah, they'll we, advertise we, it on their like television station. Uh, yeah, I will watch the new Mario Brothers movie when it comes out. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. Go- I'm not going to pay for. Yeah, yeah, same here. Death to yeah, Hollywood. I, 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 ju- just, I just kind of find it ironic that somehow, somehow the Sonic movie managed to be decent de- right? despite despite trying like the the, the weird usual plot and it, it it's okay. Yeah. Miracles. Yeah. Well, they that, listened to criticism you know, of the first trailer, and that's pretty rare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the I've I watched both of them. They're pretty damn good. I, know, I haven't seen movies, the one, but yeah. they're pretty good. It's pretty good. That, that's right. I mean, it, it's a kid movie, so like you know, I. Uh, yeah, but I, I mean, I enjoyed the first one. So yeah, first one yeah, was I, decent. I'm I'm actually looking forward to the third one. Like I'm not even joking. Like I I'm, actually want to see it. Like of all franchises, Sonic has successful movies. <laughs> that blows me away. They oh, haven't had a successful game in decades. What was that two D one that came out like seven years ago? Sonic Mania. Oh, uh, so, so Sonic VA or something. That, that that's how it's uh, referred With the to. The game or, or, a, or the game. a cartoon. The game. Oh, uh, yeah. Sonic Sonic Mania was the one that looked like the classic Sonic games, but it was yeah. done recently. It was done like I don't know in twenty sixteen, seventeen, something like that. Yeah, that one was decent. Yeah, well, that's because they just got like, I want to say his name is like Christopher Whitehead or some shit like that. Yes, yeah, he, he was like a super. Like yeah, yeah he's like a super mega autist who, who like makes Sonic fan games. games. Yeah, and they were like, "Why don't you just work for us and make a game for us?" And then they did, and they did, and people loved it. I don't know what the fuck he's doing now. No, what, what, they should just make him in charge of say uh, Sonic Team, what, what, so they actually what, know how to make happened, good games. What happens that they made the. Um... Uh, the 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 Sonic Retro Engine, and then they build the game. They they build like Sonic One on it. They send it to to see to Sega, and they actually got hired by Sega to to like release it on iOS. And and then they did Sonic Two, and then they did Sonic Mania, and then they did Sonic Origin. Unfortunately, Sonic Origin is uh, really fucking unfinished. Don't buy that game. Oh. Yeah. What's the what was the newest one that came out? That's like the three D open world one. Sonic uh, Frontier, something like this. Frontier. I, I did, I yeah, didn't apparently actually, that uh, wasn't very good. I, I didn't actually buy it. I, I've heard it's actually uh, better than average, but otherwise uh, Yeah, but by Sonic standards, what does that mean? <laughs> well well, I mean it's not as much of a disaster as uh, two thousand six and Sonic Forces. However, a friend of mine told me that the the actual like stages are just like uh, they're they're just like Sonic Generation. I fucking hated that game because I'm a Sonic Adventure fanboy. So I I absolutely loathe the uh, the, the boost game. 
You love them? I fucking hate the boost game. I, I love the adventure oh, game. Some people love them. I don't I don't know. The only Sonic game that I know is shit that I'll defend is Sonic Adventure 2. I, love I know Sonic it sucks, Adventure but game. I also love it. I it's love a, it, dude. It's one of my favorite chat, game ever. It's so janky, but it, I also it's just so much fun. The music's great. I love the Chow Garden. I don't care what anybody says. They're cute little bastards, and I love them. Did, did you get all emeralds? All Which, emeralds? I think so. I, I think I 100 percent of that sorry, game. Emblems and yeah, I know what you meant. It requires you to get all A ranks on everything. All yeah, I mission. did. You did, yeah. Oh, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I, I did too, and I did it twice. Oh wow. I did it on PC too when it's released. Okay, I haven't I haven't played it in a while. I I played it as a kid. I had it on GameCube, but I haven't. Uh, I don't think I have Sonic Adventure two on PC. I think I have the first one. Well, uh, it, just wait. What, what happens is that Sega does some sort of Sonic bundle every year on Humble Bundle, and you can get every single fucking Sonic game on Steam for like twenty twenty five dollars. I think I did get a humble bundle that had like all the um like the Dreamcast games mm-hmm. that say all the Sega Dreamcast and I think that's how I got those uh so I know I had like some sort of bass game I think I had like Space Channel or something yeah yeah it's possible that uh, there wasn't Sonic Adventure two on it yet because no it was just the first Sonic Adventure and I think that's how I ended up with that. They, they they've done that bundle several times. Either that, or you didn't get the higher tier. But now, like Sonic Adventure Two, it should be on the bottom tier, and you should be able to get it easily. So, so just wait until the next bundle, and you'll get yeah, everything. Uh, but by the way, Sonic, I... uh, Sonic Racing Transformed is amazing. It's almost as good as Mario Kart. Really? Yeah, I have one yes. of the Sonic Racing games. I don't know, remember which one. The, the, but, uh, the, I thought it was just okay. One, the first one is not amazing. Uh, some people like it better, but Racing Transformed, I'm not kidding. I fucking love this game. I just remember it had like Wreck It Ralph in it or something. Yeah, that's Transformed. That that's the one. Okay. And I think it also had like a NASCAR racer, like da- what's her name, Danica Patrick. Yes, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's the one I played. I was yeah, like, yeah, this is a really weird ensemble weird. of characters. Why these? I have no idea. Uh, on on PC, there's even like Extractor Actor, like Team Fortress. Is Shovel Knight in the game? He's in every crossover game. No, no, no. I, I don't I'm think sh- he existed at the time. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. If he existed at the time, he just came out or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. For so- they... Sonic video games, I'll defend the original 2D ones. Those are still excellent side-scrolling platformers. So- Sonic CD is the best. I don't like the vertical levels. It, they feel awkward to me. I-, I love Sonic CD. I love the OST. E- even the US one is uh, is not bad at all. Uh, I-, I-, I love the concept. I, I love actually... You know, uh, just um, get, get exploring the, the level in Sonic City, and then you have like the bad future, the the past, the good future that you can unlock if you get the either all time stone or 
you destroy the um, the generator and the sonic, uh, the metal sonic projector in the past. I, I just fucking love that game. Uh, when, when it released on Steam, I bought it, and then I finished it like four times in a row. Damn, I didn't know you liked it that much. Oh, I love it that much. I also bought wow. used back then um, Sonic Games collection on the GameCube. That was pretty sick, dude. Yeah, that was the only place you could play Sonic CD, aside from an actual Sega CD, which are expensive and unreliable. Yeah, there, there was Sonic CD, uh, Sonic R, which I came for Sonic and I stayed for the music, and there was Sonic the Fighter. Uh, uh, yeah. it, wa- it was a small collection because all three of them are ports. Sonic CD is a port of the PC version. But uh, what's really good about that collection is that it was a high effort. Is that... Um, yeah, they the, actually the, put real effort into it, unlike most other companies now. Like when you get Nintendo doing their fucking uh, like Mario anniversary oh shit and they just shit out crappy like emulations. Yeah, or, it's or like you or, didn't even try. Or, or the Valis collection. It basically has subtitles for the Japanese voices. It has the manual translated, but not all of it. And that, that's it's lazy it. bullshit. It, 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 it's kind of a cheap collection. And uh, Sonic Games collection, the gallery was fucking amazing. Be- that was before achievements exist. And they had achievements for all the games that, um, th- that that served as some sort of checklist, as some of them do. But at the same time, each achievement unlocked either a music, a piece of art, and uh, g- getting a certain amount will also unlock the full Genesis game, like there was Vectorman 2. Unfortunately, the Japanese version has... Um, all the Street of Rage games, but we didn't get it because it will bump up the uh, ERSB rating. So that's disappointing, but whatever. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, that, that, that really sucks because because then they just cut the game and I think they replaced them with nothing. So like, yeah. I'll play on. anything with a soundtrack by Yuzo Koshiro. The guy's a genius. All right, anything else we want to talk about? No, I think I'm done. All right, if I end the episode here, Full Metal, are we going to talk about other stuff for 90 minutes, or should we just end it here and go to sleep? I don't know. Uh, We could if you want to. (laughs) All right, you can go to sleep. We'll talk about... I think I talked about everything I wanted to cover. Yeah, I'll go to bed like immediately because I'm. Uh, I was on vacation and uh, we'll work tomorrow. So uh, see you later, guys. Bye. All right. Good night, Mew. Later. Good. Yeah. Oh. yeah, fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was great. Go, go dream of maple syrup and baguettes. Oh. Because you're a faggot. Yeah, I was going to cover these other anime podcasts and shit after Mew went to bed because I thought we were just going to talk about his uh, anime of the year list for the whole episode, but I can keep going. Yeah.
Yeah, sure, why not? I got nothing else to cover, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we um, talked about other anime podcasts, all the games I wanted to cover. Yeah. Uh, the world's falling apart. That's always relevant, but I try to keep yeah, it Yeah, but positive. not entertaining. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. I try to keep it positive on this podcast. Talk about things I really enjoy. <laughs> Man, I fucking love... Uh... Remember when that like AI shit was like new and it was like uh, making green text, like yeah. auto-generated green text? I still think about that one where it's like be me, have inflation fetish, go to store, see bread is two fifty, come. <laughs> I think about that every time I see the inflated prices on shit now. It makes it a little bit more. Uh, it makes that pill a little easier to swallow because I just laugh. I think of that stupid fucking joke and I laugh every time. <laughs> Yeah, I I would just make a joke about Andrew Dobson. It's for those who don't know, he's that ridiculous lol cow who draws cartoons about video games and pop culture and shit. But at one point, it was revealed that he had an inflation fetish, and he drew a lot of comics about it in the early two thousands. So every, yeah. every time he's saying dumb feminist shit on Twitter, people respond with these inflation porn. He made 15, 20 years ago just to piss him off. Nice. <laughs> uh, troll your local politician. Yeah, I did a search for Andrew Dobson right now, and his Kiwi Farms thread is one of the top results. So he's quite the lol cow. Nice. Yeah, uh, it's always fun to fuck with politicians. Yeah, that's the only good thing about Twitter is that you can talk shit to these assholes right to their face. Yeah. But then you just get banned. Uh, why is the internet so gay? Yeah, I quit using Twitter ages ago. Just occasionally I'll see people post screenshots of something that's especially ridiculous, but I'd never, ever want to use that shithole site again, ever. I think I've been banned off of it like four times. And at this point, I don't even bother like posting anything. I just uh, follow art accounts and that's it, really. Okay. I just yeah. want to look at my anime girls. Yeah, when you get the time, look at this Andrew Dobson shit because he's fairly ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But, uh,. I don't know what else you what yep. else you want to talk about. That's about all I had covered. Okay. So we can end this I shit here. I can talk about Naruto if you want me to go on about that. <laughs> like because <laughs> I've like been obsessed with this franchise lately. All right, go for it. <laughs> we'll make this the longest okay. episode of the podcast. Do it. I mean, you could cut it up and just make it like a mini episode on the side. Right. But uh, good thinking. So anyway, talk at about this, at this point we're just kind of meandering about random shit. Talk but, about yeah, Naruto. I've... So like, so I had mentioned before how I was watching like Dragon Ball with my little brother and stuff. Well, we finished that a while ago, and we got into Dragon or uh, uh sorry Naruto, and 
Um, it's been really fun, actually. <laughs> I love this stupid franchise. I was not expecting to love it as much as I do. So I grew up watching it on Toonami, but it, I kind of hated it after a while because um, the filler just got absurd. It's like actually, it's actually disgusting the amount of filler. Well, I think Shippuden was stretched out to 500 episodes. The original was like 220 or something like that. So it's like seven over 700 episodes for this fucking show. So uh, I had mentioned before I found like a cut of it. Like somebody just like cut like most of the filler out. It's a YouTuber that goes by the name. I, I, I think it's Oceans or something like that. Oceans yeah, with a Z but, maybe. But it's the dub version. It is the dub version. But I the dub is actually pretty good. I like it. And it's like, I'm, my 13-year-old brother's not going to watch the fucking, like, weeaboo version of the show. Um, if if you wanted that, I'm pretty sure that people have already cobbled together that. Yeah, but it's Naruto. I'm not going to watch it anyway. Yeah, fair enough, if you're not really interested. But honestly, I I think it's not as fun as Dragon Ball is, because that's just, like, fucking goofy bullshit. But it, I would say the writing is significantly better. Like Toriyama is a shit writer, to be honest. Yes, I love I love Dragon Ball, but the writing is so fucking stupid. But the, it seems like the the guy who writes Naruto actually like had a narrative in mind, even if it goes a little all over the place sometimes, and there are plot holes. It, it is actually a fairly uh, coherent story. Even though yeah. it does seem like there are moments where he's kind of flying by the seat of his pants or retconning certain things. Like, yeah. But you kind of have to expect that for for a franchise that runs as long as it does. Yeah, One Piece is surprisingly well plotted for being a shonen show for kids. Yeah, I think that's like one of the exceptions. I think the, the creator of One Piece probably is like a genuinely good writer. But I, I haven't... Uh, read too much of one piece so i can't really say yeah i don't want to give you another addiction but it, it is addictive it's very good shonen mm-hmm. but yeah um i've been also playing some of the naruto games because like now that's like all we talk about whenever we get together my brother and i and then he got my sisters into it behind my back. He he got them like checking out the shit, and now they keep pestering me about it. And I'm like, God damn it! So now I ended up getting all three of my siblings into Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I didn't watch Shippuden growing up. I dropped it like after uh, after the original show ended on Toonami. I was like, well, that's enough Naruto for the rest of my life. But I repicked it up and. God, it's been actually really good. Like, I really enjoy it. And the games are actually, for the most part, some of them are kind of shit, but a lot of the games are really, really good. Like, the Ninja Storm games, you can get them on Steam for pretty cheap. And they're really fun. They're just, they're really action-packed, and uh, they're pretty autistic. But they're very simple arena fighters that are, uh, they're just really fun to play. Yeah, I can't I, complain I about them. Played a little bit of one of them. I can't remember, and I don't know most of the characters because I just read some of the manga twenty years ago. But I, if I got a substantial enough bribe, someone could convince me to pick up the series again. 
yeah, uh, I'm not going to pay you to play Naruto, just like you're not going to pay me to read Berserk, so. <laughs> what if I do? <laughs> what, actually pay me to read Berserk? <laughs> yeah. How much will it take? I wouldn't even. I don't even know. I don't. I haven't even thought of a price point. Well, after I never considered that. Well, after we finish Muse Anime of the Year and we finish your top one hundred list, let's do the Berserk manga. At least a few few volumes. Okay. Well, we'll we'll discuss it. I guess. All right. See where it goes. Now that you're committed. I will hold you to that forever. Uh, no. Oh, you bastard. Oh, man. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Figure something out. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, what else? So I, I also played, like, Shinobi Strikers, which is, um, I don't know if I could necessarily recommend that game because it's, it's like Dragon Ball Xenoverse. But in Naruto, in the Naruto world, it mostly focuses on, like, the multiplayer aspect. But it does have some single-player missions. It's okay. It's mostly just fan service, so people can create their fucking OC ninja characters. Oh, when you like said If you're really into Shinobi. Naruto, you'll, you'll enjoy it. When you said Shinobi, I thought it was going to be the Shinobi franchise from Sega. Oh no no, I'm not I'm not old enough to to be into the Shinobi franchise. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. It's like, dude, I love Shadow Dancer on the Genesis. <laughs> I think I did play one of those. I don't know. I don't remember which one, but it was probably that. I, yeah. I know I played some game called Shinobi back in the day. Uh, the 3D game on the PS2 was also very good. I don't know if I played that one or not. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. Um. It's the one where the dogs hold katanas in their mouths and uh, and you play as a ninja with a 20-foot-long red scarf. You'd I know, okay, yeah, I, 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 do, I do know what you're talking about. I don't yeah, know if I you, played that one specifically. That one's also ultra, ultra hard because your health is constantly draining and you have to keep killing enemies to bring it up to normal. Oh, that's interesting. But the more you do that, uh, the stronger your attacks get. And the way you're supposed to beat each boss is uh, every boss will spit out minions. And you're supposed to kill a bunch of them while avoiding getting hit. Oh. And then you can kill the boss in one hit. Okay, so you're like making yourself a glass cannon, essentially? Yeah, it's very challenging. I, I was never able to beat the final boss, but it's an excellent game. Like some people compare it to... Some people compare it to Ninja Gaiden because they're both uh, 3D yeah. hack and slash games starring a ninja, but uh, they play very diff differently. Uh, yeah, I'm more familiar with Ninja Gaiden, honestly. I played a couple of those. I, I played the one on the 360 a bit. Um, I don't know. I forget what that one was called. That was probably but Ninja that was Gaiden. Decent. Ninja Gaiden 2. Yeah, I think it was too. It's. That's the one um, where uh, you get the scythe from the werewolves, right? Dude, it's been so long. I don't even remember. <laughs> I just, all well, I, the first I'm going to be honest, on... all I remember was the ninja boobs. I just remember ninja titties. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was like, was yeah, Rachel, that's cool. Rachel is in that. She, she fights with a giant hammer, I think. And one of the dead or alive chicks is in that. Uh, Ayane. Yeah. 
I remember that it was connected to Dead or Alive somehow. I, I remember well, he was uh, in one of the games or something. Yeah, he was in the first Dead or Alive game, but he fought with his fists. Yeah, I don't think they were allowed weapons for whatever reason at the time. Maybe an age rating thing. Yeah, they were pushing the envelope enough with the bouncing 3D tits in the PlayStation 1 era. Yeah, fair enough, right? I like the old NES Ninja Gaiden games, too. Uh, There's a YouTube channel called You Can Win at Video Games. Uh, This guy goes through these detailed walkthroughs of old NES games. He tells you everything you need to do every step of the way in every level, and it's extremely comfy. Oh, that's kind of cool, actually. Because, like, if I ever played, like, old school games, I'd have to have someone hold my hand. Because I've tried it, and I just, some of, the, some of them are so fucking hard, and I just give up. It's like, I can't, dude. I feel like I'm making no progress. Well, this guy's, he gives detailed guides, but it's an extremely comfortable way. It's like watching a... You know, it, it's one thing to watch someone who's an expert at video games just blast through them. Th- this guy's not only an expert, he tells you what he's doing at every step in the most comfortable voice imaginable. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link on Discord. It's really good stuff. It's called You Can Beat Video Games. And okay. It's, it's mostly old NES stuff. He did all three of the 2D Ninja Gaidens. Okay, yeah. But I like the 3D Ninja Guidance too. At least the first two. Mm-hmm. The, the, the third one was made by a different team after they fired the the guy with the oatmeal cookie face, uh, Itagaki. He's unfortunate. Oh. He's a really unfortunate face. <laughs> this guy's Oof. so damn ugly. But he made Oof. the Dead or Alive games and the 3D Ninja Guidance, but Fired well, him. I think he was sexually harassing other employees. Well, so, that does that really shock anybody? Let's be <laughs> honest. <laughs> who would have thought that the guy who made Dead or Alive would be a gigantic pervert? Right? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. I'm so fucking shocked by that. Yeah. Then there was Jaiba uh, Ninja Gaiden Z, which I think was made by some American company. That one just sucked. Oh, yeah. That's weird whenever American companies get their hands on uh, on Japanese properties. They always fuck it up somehow. Except for Metroid Prime. Oh, was that made by Americans? Yes. Which is surprising because oh, wow. it doesn't suck ass. Yeah, well, to be fair, Metroid doesn't really feel Japanese, if that makes sense. It's heavily inspired by the Alien movies. Yeah, it already kind of feels Western in a lot of ways. So, I guess if it if if it's a if it's based off of Western property, it can be done by a Western uh, studio pretty well. Yeah, because Castlevania was also ruined by a Western company. the The Lords of Shadow games those just sucked. I haven't. I've not really gotten into Castlevania. Um, I I watched the 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 show. I didn't. Uh, I haven't played any of the games. Oh, actually, no. I did play. I think it was Symphony of the Night, the one where you play as Alucard. Yeah, on PS One. Although it's been ported yeah, to all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. I played the port of uh, uh, of that on a 
the DS or some shit. I forget. It was ported to PSP and a few others. Maybe that was it. I forget which, but, but I, I do. I yes. know I played that one. Yeah, Symphony uh, of the I Night blew me it. away. First time I played it, and 26 years later, it's still excellent. Although it, it is a bit easy. The game gives you so much equipment and spells, you can just blast through any of the bosses, including the optional super boss. But, yeah, but to be fair, isn't Alucard supposed to feel powerful? He is the son of Dracula, right? So yeah, he's but he supposed gets, to feel like this super powerful badass. He gets his equipment stolen at the start of the game, although uh, there's a way you can cheat past that if you want to. Nice. But, but y- yes, I would recommend Symphony of the Night for any newbie to the Castlevania series. Yeah, that's I, probably I, the best one to start with. But I still like the old classic Vanias. Rondo of Blood is still ultra high quality, very well polished game. What was the what was the shit one that everybody ha- uh, hated? Uh, the second one, I think. Yeah, Castlevania Two. It's an early Metroidvania, so it does a lot of interesting things, but it's so clunky. Yeah, I just heard it was not fun to play. I, I haven't played it, so I don't know. I played, I it when I played it... a little bit of the first one, like like maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, the first one will kick you in the dick. It, it, it does yeah, I just not remember dying around. like three times in a row and be like, okay, well, I guess I'm not playing this game now. I have never beaten the first one legit. It's so freaking it's, hard. Yeah. But I also haven't played it in like a decade, so maybe I should give it another try. Yeah, well, I like, you have to keep in mind that when people bought, like, a game, it was, like, the game they bought. Like, I think they were around 80 to $120, uh, uh, like, equivalent or yeah, so, counting like, for per inflation. game. Yeah, and it's like, that's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I um, remember. So that was, like, if you bought, you, you would maybe buy one or two games a year. Yep, I was there. So like yeah, obviously you know because you're you're old and I'm not. But <laughs> yeah, some of but, our uh, listeners might not know what what it was like to save up your allowance to get one game and you'd play it endlessly for years, even if you didn't like it, just because it was a video game. Yeah, I got um, I had an NES and a few games. I got it at a garage sale for like I don't know, ten fifteen bucks or something like that. And uh, I did not know, like, that the blow into the cartridge thing was, like, a real thing until I tried it and it actually worked. I was like, oh, that's that's actually, like, a like, they weren't lying. That's yeah, how that should, actually works. You should use rubbing alcohol with a Q-tip, though, because your breath is like acid to electronics. Yeah. Like, what is it that, like, actually makes it work? Just, like, getting the dust off of, like, the pins or whatever on the cartridge? Yeah, it could be. But th- there's so many other better options, but I know a lot of people have nostalgia for blowing the dust off of cartridges. I mean, it worked. Sometimes, yeah, but it damages the connectors for sure. Yeah. But, um... And if you buy a Nintendo Entertainment System off eBay now, it's going to cost a lot more than 10 bucks because... They're so I know, freaking dude, old. It's ridiculous. So, I was so many just of talking... them have been destroyed just by the ravages of time. Yeah, I know. So it's like it's so hard to get retro shit now. 
Like I was just talking to somebody the other day about that, like how buying retro games is like fucking ridiculously expensive. Like you go on eBay and just just like try to get like uh like one of your favorite games from childhood. I guarantee it's uh, like around a hundred dollars or more. Yeah, there used to be a time when you could go to Goodwill or pawn shops and sometimes get really good games for cheap. But at some point they discovered what eBay is and they checked the prices on yeah. everything before they put it on the shelf. Oh, so God, I they, hate that so much. It's no longer possible. Yeah, I see that anytime I go to like a thrift store or like Goodwill or something. And the, like, they'll, I'll like look. I used to go hunting for retro games at like thrift stores. And you could get like a, a a Genesis game or a Super Nintendo game or whatever for like a few bucks. It's like three, four bucks, whatever. Now yeah. you go there and they'll have it behind like a cabinet with like a lock and key, and it'll have like a a, a ridiculous price on it, like fifty, sixty bucks. And it's like, are you shitting me? Yeah, screw this. I'll just emulate. Yeah, exactly. And it's like. I remember but, getting like like really classic games for like dirt cheap and now it's like fucking expensive. It's it's to the point where it's really ridiculous, especially when you consider emulation is so fucking cheap and readily available. Yeah, I'm looking at original Nintendo Entertainment Systems on eBay. They're going for like 180 bucks. Yeah. Like you could you can play like most classic games on a fucking phone. Like yeah, it's em not like em emulation's easier than ever. Plus there are uh, uh, clone consoles if you want to play something that was made this yeah. century. People were using like the the Raspberry Pis for that kind of shit until the recent like chip shortage, and now those are expensive. But that was an option. People were creating retro consoles. It's not really that hard. Yeah, and uh, China is selling a lot of uh, handheld gaming machines designed for emulators. Mm -hmm. So there's all sorts of options there, depending on uh, what kind of system you want. Yeah. And now I've seen people like emulating old games on their Steam Deck or whatever. So it's there's there's wait there's too many options for them to do this ridiculous shit. Where they're like, oh, a box copy of Mario 64, I'll take $600 for it. Like, suck my dick. Uh, yeah, screw that. Like, no, what? Yeah. no, just no. Yeah, you can even buy reproduction carts off Etsy. Or those, uh, what do they call them, those multi-carts? Where you yeah, can yeah, put all the ROMs about. on them, but you can play them on the original hardware if you want to. Yeah, there's just no reason for this ultra expensive shit. Yeah, honestly, and uh, it's like no one's collecting uh, Atari twenty six hundred games, though. Yeah, that, well, that's because they're shit. Yes. So, like, uh, I didn't have. Well, we did actually have an Atari, but I didn't play it, and they ended up getting rid of it, like my family did. But I got one of those plug and play Ataris, like back when that craze happened. Yeah, all those plug-and-play consoles. Did it have Pitfall? Uh, it did have Pitfall, I think. Uh, I, I just remember the one I played the most was Adventure, and I could not for the life of me figure out what the fuck I was supposed to do. Oh, yeah. I just remember finding a key and not really knowing where to go with it. And then a duck kills you? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a dragon, but it looks like a duck. Yeah, it is hardware from 1978. 
yeah i keep that in mind as like you know, it was a, a game like in the 70s when everything was shit like honestly the 70s is probably one of the lamest generation for media like that's i was just having this conversation the other day like fucking 70s movies are terrible like that's why star wars is so lauded over it's like that was like the only franchise that decade that wasn't like completely terrible yeah, so many 70s movies are just dark and ugly and miserable. Yeah, it wasn't until the 80s where entertainment actually got good. Yeah, people were optimistic again. Yeah. And now Star Wars is unwatchable dog shit, so we've come full circle. Yeah, it's true, but now there's so many other franchises. It's like, it sucks when something you love turns to shit, but like we have options now. It's like... Yeah, if you have the internet, if you, don't, yeah. you have unlimited entertainment. Yeah, it's like if... Yeah, exactly. So, like, I, 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 could, I don't think I could ever run out of entertainment. Just my backlog alone is, like, ridiculously long. And I'll never be able to catch up to it. Because they're just making new shit constantly. And it's like, yeah, there's plenty of shit that comes out that's terrible and it's not really worth your time. But there's also plenty of shit that is good. So... I don't really understand this sort of like mentality that everything that's getting produced is terrible. It's like, oh, they don't make it like they used to. It's like, well, that's kind of true, but they also still make good shit now. I think people forget like back in the day, like 80s, 90s, oh, like 2000s, there was still terrible shit coming out. Schlock gets pushed out every fucking decade. Like it isn't just a recent development. Yeah, who's that guy on Beck Lost Server who keeps complaining about how anime sucks now? Oh, I don't know. I don't read half of those fucking messages. People there are retarded. Yeah, I'm tempted to just spurg out on him talking about all the cool shit that's come out recently, but it's not worth it. Yeah, I don't bother. I, I, I don't know. I don't get argumentative with people too often anymore because it's just like fucking retarded. It's not worth yeah. your time. Yeah. Remember that old joke? Like, winning an internet argument is like winning at the Special Olympics. You're, you're still retarded. Yeah. Yeah, well, now, now you can't make that joke because that's offensive. But yeah, I mean, it really is just like, there's no point. And I don't, I get that it's like, it can be fun to do that sometimes. But like, most of the time, the arguments are stupid. They're like, you're literally arguing with an adult child. It's like they they're just like an immature faggot and it's like I don't I don't uh I don't find the value in like conversing with this person. Yeah, I've complained it's like many they're not times. gonna learn anything and I'm not gonna gain anything. Yeah, I've complained many times about how social media makes people stupider. That's true. It's it's made people worse. Like like overall, like across the board, it's just made people worse. They're more argumentative. They're more vain. Yeah, um, I noticed it was just, making more self-centered. Like 10 years ago, I stopped using Twitter and Facebook because I noticed it was making me worse. Right. Like yeah, I was becoming more impatient and argumentative and hungry for attention. All that horrible shit I didn't want to be. Yeah, well, it amplifies like problems that you already have but makes it like it, it makes it way worse. Yeah. You know? 
So it's like people who are insecure are going to go on the internet and they're going to do behavior that's indicative of that sort of uh, that mental issue that they they're dealing with. So they're posting a lot of selfies, posting pictures of their tits or their butt or whatever the fuck they do. Uh, they're going to be like constantly like begging for attention, trying to be with the it crowd, whatever like the new thing is. It took and me it's a long like, time. It's to really feel sad. Yeah, it took me a long time to realize I'm happiest when I'm alone. I'm yeah, fine. I'm fine there's value on that. I'm fine consuming entertainment on my own for the rest of my life. If I had the money, I'd do exactly that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like, I think about, like, what would I do if I had, like, a billion dollars or something ridiculous like that? Like... And I, I can't really think of anything other than just like buying like a nice house and some some nice stuff for the house. Other than that, it's like I really wouldn't care. It's like if I had enough money to start a company, I would just create a company that creates more entertainment, more to my taste. Yeah, I do exactly that. Yeah, it's like it's like if I had a shit zillion dollars, well, I guess I'm making a video game company. I guess I'm making a, a an animation company. I knew somebody that invested heavily in a chain link when that was a when that like just started up and um they ended up cashing out early as well and oh, found out later like that would have been worth millions. Yeah, I have a friend of a friend who just lost his Bitcoin wallet at some point. Oh no. So that would have been worth like 3 or 4 million if he held on until Bitcoin Oof. was worth 50 grand each. Oof. Yeah, he also yeah. has a drinking problem. Oh no, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Poor uh, I remember hearing about Bitcoin like really early on, but not really like I, I was just like a teenager and I didn't really have money. So it's like, you know, I couldn't invest in it or anything. Yeah, but I could have invested fifty bucks and like later bought a car with it. But I, I know I, right? I was so lazy I couldn't even do that. Yeah, I didn't even think I didn't even think to invest it because I barely had any money to begin with because I was just a fucking teenager. But I probably could have say I probably could have invested a couple hundred dollars. I just didn't really know, like I didn't think it would even really take off per se. Like I I I figured like oh a digital currency yeah I could see that being a thing, but I didn't really like think about it too hard. And then I'm yeah. like, I think about it now and I'm kicking myself like, why didn't you just fucking throw in a few bucks? You would have had something, Yeah, you know, but it is what it is. Oh, recently, I read uh, Jason Schreier's book about video game companies that collapse. And uh, yeah. he's, talk he's talking about that baseball guy who made uh, the Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning. Just this yeah. fantasy RPG that had the extreme misfortune of coming out a month after Skyrim. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I actually did have uh, Kingdom of Amalur. I bought it, and um, it was it was it was decent. I didn't play too much of it. I got it on sale on Steam or something like years later. And um, yeah, but uh, Kurt Schilling it was just okay, is the, I guess. Kurt Schilling is the name of the baseball playing millionaire who headed up that company and he had heard the horror stories about other game companies forcing their employees to go through crunch time and not have health insurance and shit so he was spending 
extra to make sure all of his employees were well taken care of. He even took out a loan for 75 million bucks from the state of, wow. I think it was Maryland. No, Rhode Island. No, yeah, it was Rhode Island. I remember. And then the, somehow the state ended up getting ownership of the game or like yeah. partial ownership or something. And the game just didn't sell enough because fucking Skyrim ate, ate its lunch. Yeah, it's like, damn, dude, why would you release it around the time of Skyrim? Ah, oh, poor, poor unlucky bastard. So, so yeah. that's what I think about every time I consider making my own game company. But I do not invest such gigantic amounts of money. Just like maybe get a loan for a hundred grand and put out some a simple mobile game. See how that goes. Yeah, right. Hell, like start a just start a small company like um like like yacht club or something you know how they did like uh shovel knight uh, yeah that game was a big success yeah, like, do something it's like great. that just do yeah and it's, it's not going to bring in a shit zillion dollars but you know you you start somewhere you build up a reputation people put more faith in you get more people like invested in the company make bigger games like a lot of these people like they just come out swinging with like a big title and then they're lucky to survive. Like most of them end up going under because of shit like that. I think the only company that ended up doing well that I can think of was Warhorse Studios. They made a uh, kingdom come deliverance, which was like a, uh, like an open world, like um, medieval. Uh, yeah. I played RPG. That. Yeah, it takes place yeah. in the Middle Ages. Yeah, uh, it's Czech a, Republic. A Holy, I think. Yeah, the Holy Roman Empire, Bohemia, and, and which is modern, which is old Czech Republic. There, yeah, I remember that one was. They strive for realism, so there's no magic yeah. whatsoever in the game. Yeah, but none. Uh, the, the characters always say things like "Christ be with you," and then they take yeah. communion. It's, yeah, because they're, they're it's a it was a very heavily Christian nation at the time. Yeah, and I remember remember the Twitterati screeching that there aren't any spear chucking Zulus in this game. Yeah, and I think the developers just responded with like, you know, it's medieval Europe, right? Yeah, this, like there was hardly is, any black people. This is not a Netflix fantasy. Like people really didn't travel that far. Because they didn't have cars. Yeah, you had to get a lot of food to prepare for a long journey. And there's danger along yeah, the way. Yeah, and even then, it's yeah, it's super dangerous to travel long distances. Like, it blows my mind to think, like, people would spend months on ships just getting from one continent to the other. Yeah, it was like that till the invention of, invention of radio and airplanes and shit. Yeah. And like people are afraid to fly now when it's like uh like a sixteen hour journey from one end of the planet to the other. It's like, dude, imagine being on a ship for literally months with a bunch of strangers. Yeah, getting scurvy and shit. Getting scurvy, getting the plague, like you don't fucking know. Like people weren't fuck that fucking sanitary. Yeah, and we and complain about boat. We complain about a long airplane ride. Getting our 
nuts padded by the TSA beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm still against, by the way. Fuck W and the Patriot Act. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta, like, keep it in perspective is all. Yeah. So I, I can recommend this book by Jason Schreier, but he's a shitbag, so you should pirate it. That sounds familiar. Um, he's a Kotaku writer, so he, he goes oh, out of his way to complain about Trump several times. He he's the that's dumbass crazy. who said that the sorceress from Dragon's Crown is a character designed for oh. pedophiles. Yeah, that guy. I feel like he meant to say elf, but he accidentally said sorceress and just stuck with Probably. it because he was too afraid to go back on it. And he's never going to hear like, the end of it. Really? The 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 5'11 woman with ginormous titties and a fat ass, that's for pedophiles? That's who you're talking about? <laughs> are you sure? Fucking Jesus. Some people are retarded as shit. I love that the artist of that game responded to him with pictures of burly dwarves in loincloths and said, hey, maybe you'll like this one better. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Like, man. Back when you were allowed yeah. to have fun on Twitter. I know, right? Did they ever make a sequel to Dragon's Crown? No. Really? That's surprising, because that game got pretty famous, and the art is really good. I know that I'm pretty sure the artist has done other stuff. Yeah, and the the company that programmed it has made other games, but no, no sequel to Dragon's Crown. It's just See, odd, yeah, it's just odd to me that they wouldn't do a sequel to Dragon's Crown or something like. Nope. Oh, no release on vein. PC either. Yeah, I noticed that. I was actually looking into that because I, I had it on PS3, but I never beat it. So I was like, I don't feel like digging out my PS3 and trying to get that shit working. Yeah, why don't so they port like, it to oh, Steam? Maybe if it's on Steam. Yeah, exactly. Like Steam or GOG or something. And I, I was I was actually shocked to find out that it's not on there. Especially since it has like a multiplayer feature, which is, I imagine is completely fucking dead on console. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to play but it. But you could keep that alive on online. PC, like, essentially forever. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the same came company came out with 13 sentinels aegis rim a couple years ago oh that, yeah is that, that that mech game yeah it was a mech game with some time travel shit okay yeah so i actually saw like, that and that looked interesting i wanted to play it it's like part mech combat and part visual novel but i have not played it yeah yeah i was gonna say i think it kind of reminded me of like a mech like fire emblem type game and i was like that seems kind of interesting I haven't played it though, but it, I I wanna I wanna check it out sometime. Uh, the artist that does those Vanillaware games, they put out a game called The Vagrant. I can't remember yeah. what year that was. I covered it on this podcast once. Let me look. Uh, it's not on Wikipedia. Let me check movie games. Yeah, not to be confused with Vagrant Story. Okay, The Vagrant came out 2017. Yeah, it's a side-scrolling hack-and-slash game. Just wasn't that great, but it had really good art. Yeah, I think I see it. Yeah, that looks about right. 
Yeah, it's yeah, four, that's really nice. It's four bucks on Steam. Nice. Yeah, I like VanillaWare's art style. Not just for the giant titties, but the way they draw everything is cool. Like, their monsters look cool. The food looks cool. It's all great stuff. Yeah. This main character, this blonde lady, just kind of looks like uh, Yang from Ruby. I've never seen Ruby. Don't. It's <laughs> shit. First two seasons are kind of charming, even though they're very low budget. But after that, the creator died after season two, so it went downhill oh. almost immediately. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're familiar. I believe we talked about it before. Monty Um was the creator, and he, he did all sorts of neat like uh, things on the internet. Like He did like a like these cool like cg action scenes that he just uh, made with like a a model of master chief and fucking uh samus from metroid, metroid. yeah and it was just cool it was just like dumb goofy action bullshit like kind of well choreographed so for for it being like a some like weird internet thing it's like that's actually pretty dope But uh, yeah, unfortunately, he died, so he didn't really get to realize the the dream of having his own anime, like uh, see seen to completion. Yeah, the, poor bastard. To to be fair, even he admitted like he's a shit writer, so <laughs> he never cared about the story aspect of it. But just um, wanted to draw cute anime wanted, chicks. Yeah, fighting. he just he he just wanted an excuse to make cool action scenes with cute chicks. So. Nothing wrong like, with that. And it, yeah, right. And it, and some of the, the designs are actually really cool. And like the weapons are cool because they're both guns and uh, like melee weapons at the same time. So like the main girl, Ruby, her weapon is a sniper rifle that's also a scythe. That That is so anime. Yeah. And uh, uh, the girl I was talking about, Yang, uh, her weapon is uh, gauntlets. That's also shotguns. Oh, that sounds like Blaster Knuckle. It was a manga about uh, an escaped slave in the 1800s. He builds this gauntlet for himself that you can put shotgun, shotgun shells in. And he punches people with the strength of a shotgun blast. He fights, the, yeah. he fights slavers and werewolves in the Ku Klux Klan and shit. <laughs> All right. And the author was close friends with Kentaro Miura, so his... Art style is similar to Berserk. That's kind of cool. I think it only went like two volumes, and I don't know uh, what he's done lately. He he made this comic in like the early nineties. Hmm. Yeah, I wish there was more creative shit uh, coming out. Like, there's plenty of decent shit, but man, there there is a very glaring lack of creativity. In a, in a lot of um, what's being made now. Okay, the author is Shizuya Wazarai. He also made Cestus, which is about fist fighting in ancient Rome. Cestus. 
Okay. Yeah, that one got made into an anime in 2021. So maybe okay, so we, it sounds familiar. Yeah, maybe we could watch this for the podcast sometime. Yeah, let me look it up. It sounds familiar. Yeah, I put a link in. The, I put a link in the chat. Okay. He's only done two manga in 30 plus years. He must have some other job. Mm, yeah, probably. But that's still pretty interesting. Well, I think we've gone on long enough. There's nothing else we can wrap this yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, let's just fucking call it. Yeah. I'll make it Muse homework to listen to the part of the episode where he wasn't on. <laughs> uh, you should send him a special edit that just goes on way longer than it should. Just throw any shit into it. Just increase the yeah. time and make just yeah. piss him off. Yeah, just increasingly annoy him. Oh, did you listen to the? <laughs> did you listen to the other podcast we were on? The no, be, behind I, the scenes, you, you called me on it. No, I meant to, but I got distracted. I had a busy week, so I was like, "Fuck!" All right, I'll make that your homework for next week. I will quiz oh, you. God damn it! All right, you'll have to send me the link. <laughs> All right, you're not going to quiz me. Fuck you! No, you're going to make me watch it for no reason. It was a lot of fun because the other host did most of the talking, and I just chimed in with witty quips once in a while. So they did all. So the you hard had my work. job. Yeah, they did all <laughs> the hard work. Uh, they they did ask me if I wanted to have this podcast on their network, and I I said I'd like to, but uh, uh we we have um we have lots of copyrighted music on here, and that might cause them problems. Yeah, and also racial slurs, but you don't, oh, they, ha you don't have to mention that. Uh, they didn't mind that. I threw in oh, a couple. Okay, cool. I, I threw in a couple on that episode. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's finish this shit. Come to the Fediverse, yada yada. Good night. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna head out then. All right, farewell. Peace. Oh shit, it's just me. We're not finished. Yeah, we're finished. Good night.